Hey, welcome everybody to another Modern Day Debate. I'm your moderator tonight, Justin. Tonight's topic, Flat versus Globe, a classic, a favorite. We have Mark Drysdale, Delcos on the Globe side, Mercedes, and Wits It Gets It on the flat side. The Globe side has opted to go first. Gentlemen, you have 12 minutes total. The floor is all yours. Well, thank you for having us again. Uh, this should be an interesting debate. Um, so our side is going to be arguing for Globe. Um, what basically 99% of science um, is built around is the earth being a globe, um, not pizza shaped, not hollow underneath. Um, you know, it, it's what we see. It's what everything that we do in our, in our reality all based on. So when we send satellites up, all the mathematics that we use is based on a globe. Uh, when we send a space probe out to Mars, um, we've already been to the sun now with a space probe. Uh, all the mathematics that we use are all based on a Earth that is rotating as a globe that is going around the sun while going around the very point of between the sun and the, and the uh, Earth. Um, everything that we do um, points to a globe. Even on the globe, we have tides. We have tidal pulls from the uh, moon. I've heard uh, Witsit say that, uh, you know, we can't be sure um, that the moon has this gravitational pull, that gravity doesn't exist, and yet we see tides. Uh, we do see the effect of uh, the moon on our, our water system on the oceans. Um, also, we have a, a slight problem that uh, when we're at the poles, we know that things weigh differently at the poles than they do at the, uh, the equator. You got about a 1% difference. Um, so when we measure gold, that's why we don't measure them on, measure it on electronic scales. We compare it to a known um, mass, and that's how we weigh gold. And that's obviously centrifugal force at the equator. So, so we also have that to, to tell us that it's spinning. Um, I've, I've heard Winslet say that, uh, you know, we can't look to the, to the stars and assume that everything's a sphere. Um, we can't say that the, the sun's a sphere. We can't tell how far away the sun is. Like I actually listened to some of his deb debates over the last couple of days. Uh, very interested, very well-read, um, educated person. I do respect what he's saying, but, um, I would say that everything that we see on earth i can't think of one thing that that he was saying that i would stop myself and say okay makes sense that in in that one sense um i understand how it's flat um even when he talks about gases not being affected by gravity and that you know all his elect electrical levitation and all this type of stuff we i just find that we have to make up a lot of science to to cover this stuff that doesn't exist um, I also find that there would have to be just millions, literally millions of people lying about what their day job is, all the way from the people that put the satellites up. Um, the International Space Station would have to be a lie. Um, sending probes out to the sun to, uh, we, you know, we've been all the way to Pluto and, and past now um, would all have to be a lie. The moon landing would have to be a lie. Um, just everything would have to be a lie and i'm not sure where the advantage of this stuff being a lie because it really would have to be a lie because everything that we do as far as orbital mechanics goes would be all thrown out the window so everything that we're doing in the world as far as anything escaping um earth would have to be a lie um, there is no secondary mathematics that could come in and say okay well these mathematics would work alongside of what we know right now. So, so we'll just use this model 
and it could go either way. It, it's not an either way um, proposition here. It would have to be one or the other. Our mathematics work. Um, and again, we pay millions of people yearly to do this job. And I guarantee you, they're not just sitting at home on their couches, um, coming up with, with all these lies and all this staging. It, it's just, it, it makes for a really interesting talking point. I just don't see where there's any reality in it. But I'm really looking forward to tonight. I, I hope it's fun. I hope it's respectful. I've heard many um, flat earth debates go very, um, very sideways quickly. So I look forward to hearing what uh, Mercedes and uh, yeah, I look forward to hearing what they have to say. And I'll let my partner take over now and see what he has to say. Um, I am sitting in a car. I will be heading home. I should be home in about uh, 15, 20 minutes here. And then um, my picture will be a lot more stable and hopefully better lighting. All right. Um, so I'm going to approach this from a more, I'm more interested in to see why I think flat earth is an interesting concept. How much time do I have? Justin. Okay. So I think flat earth is an interesting concept and like a conspiracy overall, because uh, it doesn't really deal with death or losing anything. A lot of conspiracies, including like a uh, vaccine, anything, any conspiracy you can think of really is uh, built around losing someone death around avoiding something or you know generally putting yourself somewhere that you want to avoid i think flat earth is interesting because it's, it's one of the only ones that i've found as writing a paper on it uh to where the reason to be a flat earther isn't to avoid loss in the sense of losing somebody or to avoid death it comes off more as a, a need for either i don't say validation but something to where you feel inferior uh and want to be the expert that you know you actually couldn't be um and so uh, throughout this debate I, I specialize in emergent properties and complex networks uh specifically consciousness and theory of mind understanding things like that uh, i've been focusing on llms a lot recently uh but i'm going to approach this i just think it's gonna be an interesting look into flurfs and i have some fun questions uh and for the record i do have this can i screen share really quick Okay, how do I do that? Share screen. Please don't share something that's not good. Is this the right one? Yes? Yes. Okay. Go. All right. Does this look like it's good? Okay. So, yeah. So, I remember with the previous debate saying that nobody has taken more flights than he has. Uh, I have to correct you because I fly a lot. I flew a lot a few years ago because I was doing a lot of work in uh, Tennessee with industrial equipment. So I have quite a few flights. I just go on Priceline and find the, the cheapest one. Uh, but we can, you know, we, we've done quite a bit more than seven. Uh, we can keep scrolling. I'll stop scrolling. But you, oh, there's the end. We can understand. Uh, but I can assure you that from the plane, the earth does not look flat. Uh, and we have this fun thing. I mentioned last time I was in a debate. Hopefully it's muted. Uh, this is an SSTV that you can do, well, you can't do anymore, but you could find on YouTube. You can go on there like 10, 15 years ago. No, no, it's not playing yet. It's black. It's purposely black. So this is received through sound only through a ham radio uh, transmitted from the ISS. And you can get there. Sometimes they transmit pictures of Earth. Some things they transmit like uh, their ID badge just for fun, you know, stuff. But you can find videos all around YouTube of them transmitting these pictures live because uh, you, you just be some guy with a ham radio. You could do it on a I think a bow thing I was going to use and you just have an extended antenna. It's not like it's, you know, it's not restricted. There's no special equipment, but I thought this was interesting just because this is uh, one that I found. Um, 
I have them on a an old camcorder, but I have to grab that. But that's all. How do I stop sharing? Stop sharing. Okay. Cool. So that's that's really all I have. Um, I'm going to try and because I know everybody's seen the flat Earth debates of oh, it's you know level or whatever. But I, I think it'd be interesting to look more into why and how they think. And that's the end of my presentation. All right. Thank you so much, Delco. Um, so for anyone who's just joining us tonight's debate, flat versus globe, it's everyone's favorite good time. It's Flat's turn to give us their opening statements. But just before I give the floor over to them, I want to remind everyone to go ahead, hit that like, hit that subscribe, and you can start getting those super chats in whenever you're ready. Um, we will be getting to those super chats in about an hour and 15 minutes uh, from now. So uh, flat side, the floor is all yours. Alrighty, so I will go ahead and take it. Um, there were a lot of questions. I wanted to address a few things that Mark said. Um, he mentioned that millions of people would basically have to be lying in order for such a huge scheme to be pulled off. And I would argue that that's actually not true. Our government has obviously uh, committed a lot of conspiracies, as we were talking about with Devin. Uh, there's obviously a lot of conspiracies out there. And there's a lot of conspiracies that our own government has released to be true that they were hiding from us for years. And it was just people at the top that knew. It wasn't all the the soldiers and all the the marksmen. Like everything on this earth works a lot like how a pyramid scheme does. And a lot of the bottom people are not going to be told what the people at the top are doing. So it does not have to be millions of people in NASA. And I can tell you from experience that a lot of the people in NASA are actually independent contractors and they're given specific jobs and tasks and specific levels of confidentiality of where you get to know this much information, that much information, or this much information. So it's just the people at the top that really have to know what exactly is going on as far as who's lying about the shape of the earth. It does not have to be the person sitting there trying to design, um, you know, like a a helium balloon for NASA, because they admit that they still do those and attach it to satellites, which are satellites. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot there that we can get into in more detail, but also on the mathematics side too, that you mentioned, um, the mathematics that we've been using, the mathematics we've been using are based on things like a compass or uh, a horizontal plane. For thousands of years, everybody knew that the earth was flat. So the mathematics there were for a, a flat earth, not for curvature. That is a newer math, and it's a theoretical math. And they also use gravity within their ma their theoretical math. And gravity itself is a theory, too. It's never been stated that it's a law. It's always been a theory because it's made of 90% of that dark uh, energy. Oh, Mercedes, we lost your mic there somewhere. Mercedes, can you hear us? Oh, dear. <laughs> Mercedes? She, she can't hear us and we can't yeah. hear her. Mercedes, your so, audio cut out. If you can't hear us, I don't know. Um, her headset um, probably disconnected and she has no D idea. D actually could mean just zero. Oh. And in a lot of NASA documents, if you go look, can you hear me, G Mercedes? does equal zero, which is quite interesting. Uh, when I looked into gyroscopes for the first time, I went to NASA documents. That was the first place I looked. 
And one of the interesting things to me was that they had gravity equaling zero in almost every single equation that they had. So it, it meant that it didn't even equate to anything. It wasn't actually being used as a real thing. It was just a placeholder. Um, so when Devin was asking, oh, are, are, do flat earthers just like feel inferior? Is this where this place where this, where this comes from? No, a lot of us were huge into uh, science fiction. I myself was really big. I actually talked about it on this channel last time. I was really big into sci-fi. I was huge into Stargate SG-1, Stargate Atlantis, Babylon 5. I actually grew up being a sci-fi kid. Um, so when my dad decided to change to be into a flat earther, I took that as a challenge and I tried to prove him wrong. But in order to prove him wrong, I had to know what the actual argument for the flat earth was. And so I went to those sources. And at the time, a lot of them had, you know, documentaries out there like Eric DeBay had stuff, ODD TV had stuff. Um, some of them were on YouTube. Some of them got taken down and you had to go other places to look. I went to the NASA.gov. I went to the military, which a lot of them took their own FOIAs down for some reason. CIA had their FOIAs and so did FBI on their website. And all of them had documents on flat earth, probably totaling over 50 documents. Um, so it's it's got a lot more to it than I think people would first assume. And that the fact that we have so much information on it and it's been around for so long should make people question it. Because I was actually, I almost feel like I was more inferior back then because I thought I knew. I thought I knew that the sun was 93 million miles away and why. Like I knew, I knew a lot of that stuff and I thought that, you know, I was smart because I knew that. So to have to question my own worldview and my own uh, belief system and thinking flat earth was stupid, which is where most of us start out at. Um, yeah, I never would have assumed I would have become a flat earther. So you have to realize that all these people that do, they have to literally be convinced against their own belief system and their own worldview to get to the point that they're at now. And with that, I'll turn it over to Witsit too, because I know he's got a good presentation to kind of hopefully show some of what I just talked about. All right. Um, just so you are aware, Mercedes, you cut out for maybe what, 15, 20 seconds and you couldn't hear us either. Um, so I don't know if you've got a short in your headset maybe or something and you switch position, <laughs> but just so you're aware, but I have full confidence that Witsit will, um, fill in those blanks. So sorry about that guys. That's okay. Go ahead. What's it? All right. Yeah. I'm sharing screen. Oh, I'll put that right up. Cool. You're good to go. All right, cool. So um, there's a basic few questions like, no, the debate's not about why would people think the Earth's flat. That's just a complete red herring. We're deciding if we're trying to discuss if it is, in fact, flat or a spinning globe. Um, you know, psychoanalysis, it basically equates to poisoning the well. And that is a fallacy. But so this is as to the motion claim. We can break it up into two fundamental claims, the, the spherical geometry claim and the motion claim. And uh, they require evidence since they are positive claims. 
Uh, here's Einstein himself saying that the motion of the Earth cannot be detected by any optical experiment after he came across Michelson-Morley, which led him to special relativity, the prerequisite to general relativity. Anyone claiming that they can detect the motion of the Earth around the sun is going against their own belief system. People will say that this is cherry-picked. I invite one person to actually articulate why, and I would happily discuss it. Uh, same thing here. No terrestrial experiment can actually detect the motion of the Earth, which means it equates to a belief system, and it literally cannot be detected. Uh, here he is saying that, you know, Mickelson, basically, he actually uses the word proved for all the people that hate that word, that everything on the earth takes place as if the earth is in a state of rest. Another piece of it here was I hear also talk about something electric and um, you got to we have to make up all these things with no science to try so hard to make the earth flat. Um, it's actually the exact opposite, because this right here is just a fact that we have ionization, right? We have uh, equipotential charge increasing from the ground, and it comes down to the surface. It's measurable. We have a downward electric current. Here's how you can replicate that with two physical Gaussian surfaces or plates that act as the surfaces, and this is what we observe on the Earth. Of course, you can't have this on a sphere. If you put a conductive sphere in an electric field, then you have radial distribution, therefore no uniformity. Quite literally, the field that we have on the Earth, which is a vertical electric field, is impossible, on a globe. It's also impossible without a physical Gaussian surface, or it certainly can't be replicated, and it's a baseless claim to claim that it is. So here is actually excerpts from um, Richard Feynman's lectures, and he says right here that there's a current density, about 10 micro microamps per cubic meter, in addition to what we just discussed, which is the potential gradient, and the air is uh, not a perfect uh, insulator, and so because of this conductivity, a small current caused by the electric field of the Earth passes from the sky down to the Earth. And although this current density in the air is only a few micro microamps per square meter, there are very many square meters on the Earth. So the total electric current reaching the Earth's surface at any time is very nearly 1,800 amps. The current, of course, is quote-unquote positive, and it goes down to the Earth with a voltage supply of 400,000 volts with a current of 1,800 amps. Now, these numbers are actually built upon the assumption of the total size of the globe Earth, so that's obviously not even true. The point is that there is measurably a downward electric current on the Earth. So we're not making up science. We're not adding to science. We're talking about, hey, in the real physical world, this is what we can physically measure, and we can manipulate this and prove it changes something vector. Space-time is the made-up thing required in that scenario. This is uh, Kanagu, of course. This is an observation that can take place two different times every year. We know that the sun changes where its path throughout the year, and it sets just behind Kanagu on a couple days throughout the year. People go from all around the world. They know they can come and see that they'll see Kanagu Mountain behind, in front of the sun on these particular days. Based on the observer observer point, you should not see the mountains. They should be blocked by Earth curvature by a few thousand feet. So the globe Earth model requires you claim that this is refracted. How convenient that refraction conspires with the Earth to make it look like it's flat, that every single day that the sun just happens to set right behind it to give us the silhouette, we can actually see the Kanagu Mountains as if they're really just there. I don't know how it would look any different if they were actually there. That's what you would see. But no, we have to actually deny our sense and say that's not there. So if you believe the globe, you must believe that those mountains are not actually there. And refraction just so happens to consistently on that day make us think the Earth is flat. You brought up tides. These are called tidal nodes. These do not work in your model. I have a Harvard paper that says over a century of failed tidal theories. Your model cannot explain the tides, admittedly, and also doesn't move exactly with the moon. It's delayed and not consistent, but you cannot explain tidal nodes. I don't need to replace it, although I probably could. So... Gravity doesn't even work for that. I'm just going to cover some of the basic fallacies because then we can get into the details, but I would like to prevent fallacies, right? So, of course, one of them is attacking the person instead of the argument, which is called a straw man fallacy or an ad hominem fallacy, right? So flat earthers just don't understand basic science is an example, right? Um, or poisoning the well, similar. 
it doesn't even have these fallacies on here. It's kind of crazy, but I remember them. So it's uh, this one is dismissing an argument by asserting the person who made the argument doesn't have the proper credentials. That's called a credentials fallacy, right? So you don't have a degree in the subject. I'm mentioning these because you will see that they will come up repeatedly in the debate and uh, fallacious arguments are invalid arguments. Um, attacking a misrepresentation of the other person's argument, similar to how Mark called it a pizza. Why don't we fall off the edge of your space pizza is literally the example I use. That's a straw man fallacy. It should make you think that if during the debate that one side can only use fallacious reasoning, then that should make you wonder why that is. Argument from unproved conclusion based on the beliefs of a large group of people. Example, 7 billion people believe the earth is a ball, but you think you're right. That's an appeal to consensus or majority or ad populum fallacy. And that is, of course, exactly what we heard when 99.9% .9 of science and people believe that the earth is a ball. That is irrelevant. Argument that because a perceived authority believes something to be true, it must be true, is an appeal to authority. All scientists agree that the earth is a globe. That is an appeal to an authority and it is fallacious. Uh, using ad hominem attacks to preemptively discredit the opponent win on that one. All flat earthers are science denying, religious conspiracy theorists, or I don't know. All flat earthers just feel the need to find something that they can pretend that they're smarter, important enough to act that they have expertise in something they could never actually have expertise in. And so that they picked this to pretend that. It's a, it's a very effective method, right? But it is a fallacy. It's one of the most disingenuous fallacies because you're preemptively discrediting the opponent and then trying to discredit them as a whole or their motivation or psychoanalyze them and group them in so that you can dismiss their points. So hopefully we can avoid all of the ad homs and different fallacies. I mean, I have many more here, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> and I have Einstein pulling with this. He said, I never made one of my discoveries through the process of rational thinking. And you don't have to convince me, Einstein. I know you didn't. So long story short, to, to wrap it up, um, we have physical evidence. We can talk about the electric field, debunks the globe. We talk about the long distance observations behind Kanagu, debunks the globe. Um, the spinning, tilted, wobbling globe is a positive claim. doesn't matter how many people believe it. You have to verify that that's the case. So um, hopefully we can actually uh, get to the bottom of it without any type of fallacies or interruptions. And I would appreciate it. I think the people here will probably do a good job on that. So the one question I want answered in this debate, and we'll see if it ever happens, can you substantiate and verify the globe earth model is in fact true void of logically fallacious reasoning? That's my question. Simple question, simple request. Just, just one will suffice void of uh, logically fallacious reasoning. All right. Thank you. That is it. All right. Thank you. That's it. Uh, yeah, so that's our opening statements done and dusted. We're finished with those. If you haven't hit like or subscribe yet, then what are you waiting for? Um, and the the um, super chats are coming in nice and fast. Uh, if you guys haven't noticed, Modern Day Debate has started to pick up some sponsors. Uh, so we are very, very happy to uh, be able to take money from these people. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I know there's Visible Mobile, which is more of a Texas-based company. So check them out i believe uh you can right now get like a 20 dollar a month plan with this company which as a canadian i mean let's not even talk about how much we pay for mobile um and then planet fitness which if you guys have seen james and you want to know where he bought his muscles there you go all right uh so open platform i've got 60 minutes available for you guys to discuss flat versus globe as long as you guys don't try to over talk each other too much and you don't start to insult each other i will just sit here quietly all right the floor is yours have fun all right i can answer your question if we have any what is it universe sandbox anything anything that simulates the universe the galaxy whatever and if it works offline and it can predict where the shit will be sorry I, i'm gonna swear i guess sorry if it predicts where the shit will be in the sky 
and it's offline, it's not getting any data, you can do that 10, 20 years and the model works because it's using the model. Like that, that's all there is to it, right? If it's not pulling data from somewhere, it's using something to accurately predict it, then that would make sense. So. What? Uh, okay, let me, let me try to, let me try to paraphrase that for the room so they know what you're saying. Go He's saying it. that basically satellites, they send certain signals and we're able to determine. Wrong. That's not at all what I'm talking well, about. Well, then you need to articulate I said if you have a piece of software like Universe Sandbox, which is on any person's desktop, you can buy on Steam for 10 bucks. If you pull out your Ethernet cable or your internet, you kill your internet, and then you have it predict, okay, what are, where are you know, the planets or whatever you want going to be at a certain time, 20 years, 30 years, you know, a day, a week, whatever. If it works offline and you can figure out accurately where it is, then that model is working. There is something in that program that's saying this is where these will be at this time and it's working and it's a pattern. And if it's open source, then you know what pattern it's using because it's open source. Like the, the, problem, the problem I see with that, Devin, is so we have things called star maps. They've been used for like thousands of years that sailors have used to navigate where they're at on the earth. And they could just pinpoint where they were just because of that which is similar to what you're saying. So it's not really disproving flat well, earth at all. It's not that you're, it's not that you're using it as a map. It's the fact that it's able, if I have something that can make predictions about something like off in another room, right? If I've modeled the dog's behavior in the right, bedroom across the did. road. Exactly. That's, that's what, what I'm did. saying. Yeah. If I can accurately model it enough, then I know that that model of reality that I've created is mm -hmm. accurate. Because I can use it to predict no. things in the future. That's in, it's, incorrect. Like, so it's incorrect. It's well, incorrect. So how is it incorrect? How is if gonna, I have a model that can show me in the future without any input given? How is that not a working model? We could do that. We could do that before technology, and we could do that before people believed in the globe. When people believed the Earth was right, flat, that the matter. Mayans, all of them, they predicted when certain things would be at a scot in the not sky. Not accurately, and that doesn't matter at all. Because okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, it absolutely was accurate. It's still accurate to this day. It's called the Anticathera mechanism. You can just say no. We all know that's not a thing. Bro, you said you weren't going to interrupt. Well, you said you weren't going to lie. Hold on. Hold on. We're a few minutes in. We've all two minutes a million times. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. We're two minutes in. On mute. Okay. Yeah. It's the only way Globe Earthers can debate. We love the energy. I don't like lying. Hold on. I, when I'm talking, nobody's going to talk, okay? We love the energy, but if you're going to come hard, they're going to come hard back. Let I'll them have hard. the chance to, okay? Okay. All right. All right. What's it? The floor is yours. Okay. So I asked for evidence that verifies and validates the globe earth model void of logically fallacious reasoning. And he said, I can answer your question. And then he invoked a mathematical model, assuming that the earth is a sphere built upon the cyclical nature of things like the sky and the planets. And then said the fact that it continues to acknowledge the cycle that hasn't changed for thousands of years proves that his presupposed globe model is true. It's affirming the question, reification, affirming the consequent reification fallacy and begging the question, which is informal. Those are multiple fallacies in one, certainly not one void of logically fallacious reasoning. So I guess the question is still on the table. Do we have an actual piece of substantial evidence to validate the globe void of logically fallacious reasoning? Yes. If I have a single model that works and can make accurate predictions without any outside anything, then it works. It doesn't matter if we could do it in the past less accurately or more accurately or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's all irrelevant. If I have this model on my phone and the phone works and it can track the shit, then it works. And that's all there is to it. There's Can no I ask other you a question, bro? Argument, what, if, go. what if you have two different models that both can accurately predict something? Are they both simultaneously true? Well, they would be used for different things. They would be true within the use case that you're using them in, right? Oh, if I'm using are... an LLF, right? If I'm trying to mark, like, 
accurately model Mars better, right, and see more detail where it's going. So I'm trying to land there. I'd have a specialized fine-tuned model for that use, right? I yeah, wouldn't well, let's use say, sandbox. Let's say you have two models. Mean they're wrong. Let's say you have two models that make fundamentally opposite claims, like they're contradictory. They don't make the same claim, but they both can make a prediction. Right. Are they both true? Well, is the prediction right? In both scenarios, yes. Well, then you'd have to show an example where both models could be completely different because I've never seen that. If you, you could show that example in reality, then sure, but you can make up a thought question about anything you want. That's the okay, problem. Yeah, I I'll, say, I'll have a, is there easy. a pink unicorn and the purple unicorn? Would the pink unicorn stab me first? I don't know. I've never seen a pink unicorn. You can't make that assumption. You can't say we have two different models that are completely different, but they have the same result, unless you're talking about something specific, but you could have overlap, right? You could have meshing or you could have some sort of weird little gap where they kind of mesh, like with your mirror. Sorry, I need water. When you're merging an LLM, you have things which are models. You have okay. things that split and they, they build together and you can have meshes. So if you have two models that are different, right, they can have overlaps and they can work on the same things. It's not like your question is just it's not even stupid. It's just wrong. It's just yeah, you didn't answer the question. It's OK. You can't answer. The question. That is the I, answer. Gonna, the answer I'm is I have sure. a, a model. If I put it on a hard drive, I have now a physical model. That is ones and zeros. That is alignment of little magnetic particles on my disk. It is a physical model that exists that Total I can use to predict the world. It's not a non sequitur. It's a physical thing because you like physical. Physical thing. This was a hard drive that stores a model of the Earth <laughs> that we can use to accurately make predictions okay. offline on its own. That's, okay. that's all okay. you Real need. Real fast. Real fast. Go Try ahead. to let me respond. I don't want it to be like just me and him dominating the debate. So I want to make sure we let. Oh, well, you're losing. Part. So you're trying to dip. Wow. No, dude. Sad with it. You're, you've interrupted me every time I talk. You're only four minutes in and you are, you are chirping it. All right. Try not I'll to interrupt it. me. How about that? So, and I want to make a point to the uh, audience. Globe earthers always have to interrupt the conclusion of the opponent's position because that's the only way that they can stop the truth from getting out there. But I'm going to address your point and then we're going to let other people also speak. That was my point. I don't want to just uh, dominate the debate. That's the vibe so far. So, okay. I already pointed out. That is logically fallacious. If you have a model based on a presupposition, so let's say the Earth's a sphere, I'm going to model it. What am I going to use to model it? The data that we've observed in the sky for thousands of years. It keeps repeating in a cycle. I can use whatever model I want to. I'm going to assume it's a sphere. If I then make it a sphere, reverse engineered off of the sky, and then I say, hey, look, the model matches the sky. Of course it does. That's affirming the consequent, begging the question, and a reification fallacy, treating it like it is, in fact, true. Your argument is, if a model works, it must be true. Now, this is the funny part. You're not going to keep that same energy when I start pointing out how you don't, you're not allowed to, which is, of course, I can show you the electromagnetic nature of gravity from Constantine Mice. He gives you the value for big G and little g and equivalence with electrostatics. It completely makes makes all predictions that quote unquote gravity does, but claims that it's electromagnetic. You have Newtonian gravity can also make similar planetary predictions and you have Einsteinian gravity fundamentally contradictory and opposite theories cannot both simultaneously be true. That would violate the law of non-contradiction, the literal first principle of logic, the literal first one. So no, of course, the answer is even if two models both get the same prediction, if they make contradictory claims, they cannot both be true. That is the answer. So the table is still on the table. Do you have- I feel like you're being oh. deliberately dishonest now because I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, I don't care what other thing you have in this isolated incident. It doesn't matter what other thing we're predicting. If I can predict the motion of a planet, a nice diversion, by the way, you're not going to change topics. We were talking about this model. If I have a model that I can use offline right now, it's offline, it's sitting right here. How is it not an accurate model of the universe? Okay, right? Devin, how, I can, how is it not? I can answer Go that. Ahead. I can answer that. Go how ahead. it's not is because how long have we had uh, computer technology in the modern world? How long have we had it? 50 years, maybe. Maybe <laughs> good computers okay. worth using, maybe 50 years. Yeah. 
And in that 50 years, not only have they predicted a few times that certain comets and certain things would like come and hit us, which didn't actually happen. Right. So they've gotten things wrong. But also, uh, if it's only been 50 years, how is that an equivalent proof when you had thousands of years of people using things that what we like what's it and I were talking about, like not just star maps, mm -hmm. but also uh, them them creating things of when the sun would yeah. actually go through the holes and you'd see it through the shadows they would uh know when the eclipses would happen and that sort of thing and mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't always 100 percent accurate i've never seen yeah. where it hasn't been mm -hmm. accurate on that model but if this has only been around for 50 years how does that prove anything because these cycles usually last like a long time according to your science too especially so how does that prove anything so I mean, so first off, I guess I, I use the example of like a pinhole camera because I thought that's the first thing that came to mind is like you can have that for we've had them for a long, long, long time, but they're not very good. Right. So if I wanted to take a picture of my dog, I could use a camera from a million years ago. It doesn't matter. Right. It's not going to be good. But if I want to take a really decent picture, I can go grab a DSLR. And yeah, it's only existed five or 10 years, but it's a really damn good picture because it's new because we were able to modify things and to progress. And the faster that we progress, it's like in a game, right? The faster you begin to progress, you will exponentially increase your skill and your ability to, to explore the world, right? That's how it, it is. And uh, I guess the best part is accuracy. Like that's, that's the other answer to your question. If we could predict, that's kind of like the photo, right? Resolution. If we're predicting things, oh, there's going to be a full moon eventually sometime within a day, great. But if you can actually nail down, it's going to be at this position on this time right here on this planet, we can look at like 523. I can go on my phone and I can see the exact like second it will be in my telescope, right? That is that is modern accuracy through technology. It's the same thing with like this arm. This is an older arm and it's not very accurate, but I still use it for like pick and place stuff because that's fine. Who cares? If you want something that's really precise and has less less issues, you go with something modern. Like, I don't understand that argument. If you want to have something that's more yeah. detailed, why would you not use something that's more We detailed? know you don't understand the argument. She was trying the, to No, 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 that's very dishonest with it. Don't be like Bro, that. You, I was every talking time to Mercedes, I you get too. triggered. I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to Mercedes. I'm talking to her, don't butt in. You're interrupting me with it, shut up, Mercedes. Why is it different? Because you you can laugh all you want with it. I'm interested in her answer. I'm actually talking to her. I don't want you to butt in. I'm interested in her question. So, shish. <laughs> Why do you have a thing like a bias in your mind that says it's newer and it's existed for less time, so it automatically means it's inaccurate or it's wrong? Why are you taking the word of people that like had you like I wouldn't go to a mason and try and carve with like a chisel? I would use a saw, right? Why would you divert to old technology? Yeah, it's existed, but who cares? Why would you do that? Why that wasn't her point, away? bro. That was the point. She said this been existed for thousands, and I'm not talking to you. What's it? Get out of here. Is the this just point. a Delco's okay, well, monologue or a debate? Yeah. Am I tripping? Well, I'm trying to get this one question I, answered from Mercedes. I'm, I'm Why fine is with the... the fact that you two mm -hmm. are having a dialogue at yes. the moment, but it's a 2v2 debate. Mm -hmm. What's well, so one question? It's that? a single, I'm trying to get her to answer one question. What's it keeps jumping in to answer? I'm trying to ask her a single question. I'm trying to answer her question. Mercedes. It's where you monologue again. <laughs> oh my God. What's it? Stop jumping in. Mercedes, why are you have a bias towards older technology or older techniques when newer but less available or less, you know, they've been around less? Why are those right. inferior to you? So it's not necessarily a bias. It's more that when something has been tested and proved for a long amount of time, we find right. that to be generally more logical and more reliable than something that's only been used for a short amount of time and them telling us that that has to be accurate and that has to be true just yeah. because it's new technology. 
I get and it. to clarify, she made the point that if these cycles are way longer, if she then wanted how to clarify, she would make the point with it. If Bro, she was unclear, she would clarify. Me, you are interrupting. We're Mary Mercedes. Are I'm trying. We're trying to have a single question with it. You don't need to clarify for her. If she needs to clarify, she will speak up as an um, adult and say, "Clarify." No, he he wanted to add on to the back of her answer. Uh -huh. I I think he was justified to do so. It's a two. Right. I honestly debate. don't mind him doing that. Like, all right, I just wanted to, get your to add to my to thoughts. That's totally that's I that's understand. fine. Yeah, because what right. he's gonna he, he's talking so long, you're gonna lose the good points you made. And she made the point that the cycles are really long. Some of these cycles take a long time, much longer than these computer programs have even existed. So if you're gonna claim like outright supremacy of the model, you couldn't have even tested it yet because, for example, Haley's comments every seventy two years or whatever, you can't even see half of the predictions that it's making some of these made predictions for literally thousands of years they have way more reliability over a longer duration of time now you can then of course affirm the consequent beg the question and reify again and then assume it would be perfect forever but that's irrelevant so and it's not even perfect so now we get back to the point though which is that a model is just that it's just a concept it isn't reality if you take a concept and then you add concreteness to it as if it's real it's called a reification fallacy it is inadmissible an intellectual forum it is irrelevant okay it isn't proof of anything i just explained this to you that you're affirming the consequent begging the question and reifying a model which is a concept and you keep skating past it and talking about the model again so can we can we move on to something that actually is evidence do you have any evidence what would you accept what's it what would you accept as evidence right now what well, can i, I present to you i would accept something as a valid argument if it wasn't right. if it wasn't built upon logically fallacious reasoning just like i explained. what do you mean so like are you asking for literally like logical chain of thought? Arguments? That's logically valid. Okay. So let's see. A few years ago, H ham radios, SSTV signal from space station, where think space station is got transmission from space station filmed with crappy quarter, AKA station exists. Correct. I made a prediction. Logically, if I got a transmission from a thing, that thing is probably, the, I would hope that it's there. I don't think ghosts are sending me messages, right? Oh, I can, you sky. can see, you can see the eye. You can just tell me that spirits are, well, I don't care you about can... seeing it with it. I care about, well, well we know it's there. You're, you're we moving can away see from it. my point again. I'm not talking about seeing it. I'm talking about how did I get it? And how do people across the world get it at an expected time when they should get it? Right. This why, isn't, why would I'm they not, not just sitting here. Why, why would they, why not? they not? Well, what is it? Is it, is it a ghost? Oh, is it like a, so a now Wait, yes, wait, wait, wait. if it's at a if it's at a known height, at a known distance, at a known speed, at a known location, debate, at a known bro. size, then how is it? Well, you can't argue it's the question with it because you, you can't try to let divert me. onto. Oh, we can see it. I know we can see it. Don't divert. I'm talking about SSTV. We'll try to follow my point. You're a little red and stuttering. You were, in, with it. You, were you were implying was, a straw. I was, I was, I was. You were implying a straw man that we were actually denying that the ISS exists. I'm making a point that no one denied that it exists. You can literally see it. You can track it. We've done it. I've done it. You can see it with transits. You can video it. We've done it. We know that you can do that. And we know that it's accurately where it's supposed to be. You're claiming exclusivity assumptively because that's how you debate. You assume exclusivity and then you imply to straw man that we're denying it. Now I then ask you, you realize you're actually behind that whole thing. So now that I've explained it to you, do you understand that I'm now asking you to actually support your presupposition of exclusivity, why wouldn't that work on a flatter? Why wouldn't a space station that we model based on a sphere work on a flat Earth? I, I mean, if I have to explain that to you, I can't help you with it. That's okay. like a kindergarten concept. I'm this sorry. is going to be good. This is it gonna be will good. be good. It's very funny. I'm having a great time.
Yeah. So you can, yes, what we do I when am. we, with the ISS or any satellites, we actually map them out as actually, you're going to interrupt with actual ellipses and actual circular paths. Now, according to your model, now the satellites are actually not going in actual circular paths. They're not turning, they're free falling in a geodesic linear path of the curvature of space time. Yet when we actually engineer them and our calculations have to assume for an actual curved path, specifically mm -hmm. an ellipse, where would you get an ellipse over a plain earth? So of course we use an ECF, an Earth-centered Earth-fixed system, right? Which half the half of them have to also use an ECI, Earth-centered inertial system, which has the seasons happen twice a day, which is hilarious. And it accounts for a change in velocity relative to the center of ECI, which your model claims that there is no change in velocity because it's a free-fall linear path. So the point is that you actually have to account for there being a like geocentric physics. Now, when it comes to the plane aspect, that is simply a globe-Earth transform. You just take the plane it and transform a, as it. As somebody who works with meshes and modeling, pretty much, as, if you've done any kind of mesh repair, have you ever done any kind of watertight meshing at all? Nothing? Why are no. you diverting Excellent. away your I'm not, house. I said, you cannot, you cannot take a flat thing and say, okay, so if you look at a texture in a video game of like a sphere, like 343 Guilty Spark or something, when you unstretch the texture, it doesn't look like a texture. It looks very weird because to stretch a shape over a sphere correctly, you will have gaps. I could show you, I guess, like a screen share. You will have gaps and you will have weird little artifacts because it doesn't work because it's a different shape. I don't understand how you can't, if I have a circular shape and I have a flat shape, and I'm trying to use the shapes for whatever purpose, there is a physical difference between those two shapes. What's it? There's, I, I don't understand how but else Devin, to explain it to Devin, you. There is, there is a sphere in our model too, in a way, because we believe that there's a firmament, a solid firmament that is in a, do is a dome a, shape, a spherical half sphere. So a hemisphere right. shape. Dude, satellites debunk you know, their model. But the problem is, <laughs> even if you were on a, a half sphere, if the people on, you know, in Japan and person in California are tracking the, the ISS. Wait, let's, help, let's help Mark out. Mark, Mark's trying to jump oh, in, but Mark you're breaking up. Mark, Mark's good. trying to jump in, but his connection is, we're losing his connection. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh -oh. Mark, are you? Oh, he's. <laughs> All right, yes, let's sir. let him. Oh. Mark, you're breaking up, brother. Are we good? How about now? You're better. You sound go. good now. You're good. Okay, so, so we're dome earth here is this biblical talk because that's what it's starting to sound like that the that these flat earthers are just denying everything they're they're denying gravity they're denying a spherical earth they're denying it that the no the sun is where the sun is 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 wow. that what we're talking about here it wasn't it wasn't just biblical all people throughout all civilizations depicted a solid actual dome above the earth it, was not, it, it didn't originate from Christianity. You didn't say anything about a Bible, but you realize ironically that you did try to kind of poison the well again. But what you also did was start saying they're denying. So you actually came from a place as if it's a religion. Are they denying what the earth is? Are they denying? You're like, do they not believe in gravity? They're denying it. That's what a religion is. Yes, we are denying your belief. Well, then let's system. talk about gravity for, for a little bit. What are holding the gases um, to the earth? Why do we see a gradient of gas um, density right up? Well, why do we have a gradient if there's no um, gravity? Why, like I said, when you um, take into account exactly what we'd expect from a globe Earth, if we work out exactly what we're told that its uh, diameter is, that the um, centrifugal force has exactly the effect that we would expect it to have against gravity where you're approximately 1% uh, lighter at the equator. Just explain yeah. that. 
Why are you scattergunning? Which, 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 one of the, which one of the questions do you want me to answer? The gas both. gradient? You've done, you've done a lot one? of talking. You've done a lot of talking. So I'll give you time to answer both. What holds your gas in place with a, a flat earth with no edges? What's holding the gas in place? Why do we mm -hmm. have a gradient of gas where we can see that as we go up, it becomes less and less dense? And, Wait, Mark, uh, Mark, Mark, you don't can, even know our, no, you don't I'm know our model. Third, I'm asking it. my third question. I'm asking my third question, and then you can answer. Why do we make a prediction that if the Earth is an exact diameter, that we would expect, due to the, the spin of the globe, we would expect something at the equator to be an amount lighter, and 1% is not a small amount. Take 100 pounds of coal, weigh it at the poles, weigh it at the equator, it's 1% lighter. Obviously, this is something that we take into account when we're measuring out stuff that's very expensive. Why would we make that prediction? And there it is. The exact amount that we would expect if the globe is spinning based on everything that we do. There's a model. Explain why we, we can measure this. And you can look it up anywhere. When, when we're selling things by weights and measures, we take into account the centrifugal force of the globe spinning. So you've got three questions you can answer. We don't need to go off and talk about all these fallacies and, oh, you claim this, so you're calling me a liar and you're this and you're that. I'm asking you simple questions. What's holding the gas in place and why gravity makes so many predictions that come true? Okay. So you keep calling things predictions, but they're not predictions. They're post-dictions. We see things and you guys engineered a model to explain it. For example, you said, why does the gradient happen? As if to imply that if... There is a gradient, therefore gravity is true. So what you're saying is, if my theory of gravity is true, then the thing that I observed that helped me create the theory is observed, therefore what I say is true. It's called affirming the consequent, bro. If P then Q, P therefore Q, right? It's literally affirming the consequent. It is fundamentally fallacious. And I wanted to point out to the audience that you guys can't make an argument void of that. Now, yes, I can happily explain that you can't even have gas pressure without containment, I can replicate what we see on the earth, unlike your model, because I can take a container of gas, I can constantly introduce gas at the surface level, and you will have a gradient of gas. What happens on the earth? There's a gas cycle, and gas comes from underneath the earth, and the prominent uh, sources of gas are animal and plant life that are on the surface. It constantly cycles. It expected to have a, a more dense gas at the bottom, and we have a vertical electric gradient that you guys walked past in my opener that you'll never be able to rebut so that that along with temperature is why we have a gradient but you cannot replicate a gas pressure gradient without a container which we have in our position so delta x is change in gas pressure you need to explain how you have the x in the first place so ironically this has backfired and we're the only ones that can actually even demonstrate or replicate the physical possibility or viability of having a gas pressure gradient so you're Not saying there's no gas we... pressure gradient. So if you go to the top of Mount Everest, we can breathe exactly the same as we do on at sea level. Is that what you're saying? What a That's straw man fallacy, bro. I, I so just, you're saying I... that we can't contain something unless there's a container to, to have a gas in it. So are you saying that propane Mark, Mark, is you know in a low area? Is? Mark, do you know what a terrarium is? Yeah, absolutely. Do you know how many experiments with terrariums have succeeded? Well, what does this have to do with any of my questions? Please go back and because answer the gravity. The, that's the answer, answer why we make a prediction that if we spin something Dude. at a certain speed, it's going to have an exact prediction on what it's going to weigh at the equator. Okay. Just explain Mark, that one, okay? Mark, really quick. 
I just wanted, I because I didn't get to answer that part of the whole thing you brought up. I just wanted to say that with the terrarium, which we've used in science, you might have even have done it in science class. We were able to grow plants and have gases within a container, within a containment field, and see things grow in a terrarium, which is a dome-shaped structure with a flat earth, right? What does this have to do with anything? Well, what it, is it? What is can we can we put a gas into a container? Absolutely. A that's how we sell all our gases. We we sell them at high pressure in containers. Wow. So again, let's not run okay. off on what you call your fallacies. Please explain to me why we make a prediction that the Earth, okay. based on exactly what we know its mass to be, we know its rotational speed, okay. why it lines up exactly that at the equator we weigh a certain uh -huh. amount and we're one percent yeah. heavier at the poles. Explain okay. that, please. Okay, with your sure. Electric. You're sure. Once we magic. once we point out once we point out that what happened was I explained that you can only no have don't explain what you've explained explain one thing and let's move on yeah. to the next so people well, aren't sitting here getting all frustrated explain to me why we can make that prediction and and no. it, it's not gravity it's your magnetic electric field um, yeah I can easily explain that but we're Go gonna ahead. actually. We're going to actually conclude the first point you're trying to get away from, which is you asked how there's a gas pressure gradient. I explained you can't even have a change in pressure, delta X without X, the antecedent to gas pressure's containment. That we can replicate a gas pressure gradient inside of a container, especially whenever you're introducing gas to the surface level constantly, which is what we observe on the Earth, and that we have a vertical electric gradient that results in a downward electric current that is provable, testable, measurable. We can run generators off of it. You guys just deny it. So that is a fact. And then I said, well, you can't even have the antecedents for the pressure to have the gradient in the first place so that it backfired and you can't support it you responded with the straw man fallacy saying oh now we don't have a gradient so i can't go to the top of mount everest with different air no i literally explained how you could have the gradient and how you could only have the gradient on a plain earth that's contained so then you tried to change the subject so would you like to con conclude that you can't actually demonstrate it we can demonstrate it and flat earth takes the dub again and then we can move to the next point is that what you want to do no, because they're none of my questions. So let's go back to the one where I was talking about gravity and explain how we don't have gravity, but we can make a perfect prediction on exactly what something would weigh. Why we don't just use electronic scales or strain gauges uh -huh. to work what something weighs. Just listen. We, we always have to compare it to a known mass so that we don't have to take into account the centrifugal force of the Earth spinning. Explain why we do this. Okay. So if you're using the word gravity to mean gravitas, like how heavy something is, weight, I don't think flat earthers deny that things have weight. We deny gravitation. We deny bendy space-time reification fallacies. But you're asking, why is the globe able to predict the centrifugal difference? That's what you're trying to say. That isn't gravity. It's actually the spin of the Earth causing the centrifugal force and supposedly offsetting gravity. Now, in reality, if you've actually done research, which you claimed you could easily look into, that is very unreliable. The gravitational anomalies and even the fluctuations near the equator show that that is not an accurate number. But if we were to suggest that it is an accurate number, because there is something to being able to detect an alleged spin, we can show that we've actually used interferometry measurements to detect a sidereal rotation, that it actually increases the higher you go, changes with the seasons, and that it's uh, relative to the, the equator and further out. It's relative to latitude. We've proven this with Michelson-Morley, replications with Dayton Miller, even as recent as 2020 with radio wave precision, millimeter wave precision. So we've proven that, yes, there is a spin. Of course, it would affect things because we've proven it, just like the Elias effect, the pendulum, actually documented for 17 consecutive years by Harvard, changes during eclipses. The pendulum so changes admit, during eclipses. If you follow what I was saying, you know I'm talking that there's an actual connection between the spin in the sky, the sidereal rotation. It's been measured with interferometry, the most precise form of measurement that exists. 
And we've proven that you can detect the spin of the sky. So I don't know why that would be a problem, even if it really does change weights, which in reality, it is actually a very inconsistent, anomalous and fluctuating measurement of weight. So, so you are admitting then that there is an equator on the earth. There's That's what? what you just said, that, that we, can, we can work this out based on the equator of the earth. So what is the equator? Okay, yeah. The way that we came up with latitude lines is we took elevation angles to Polaris. So that's literally how we created latitude. So of course, we're going to assume that we're on a flat earth because all the glow can ever do is go to reality, assume it's flat, step back out of reality and pretend it's a globe and transform it over. So we take elevation angles, assuming the earth is flat, right? And then we have this horizontal baseline to the ground position underneath Polaris. We take our angle measurement and then we keep going back. And that's how we got latitude, concentric circles coming out from the ground position under Polaris. Then we took it, wrapped it around a ball. Then we wrapped it into a cylinder. Then we flattened it out to the Mercator map. So literally Latin latitude, which is where you get the notion of an equator at some point, is a flat earth measurement. It was created from flat earth elevation angle measurements to Polaris using a ground position 90 degrees under the assumed or underneath Polaris, the assumed ground position can't go there. So that isn't, that's just a concept, just a concept. It's a model that we've come up with using elevation angles to Polaris. That's again, a positive evidence for flat earth, still no evidence for globe earth, certainly non void of fallacious reasons. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say no evidence for, for globe earth when I gave you two in the beginning. Uh, I have a, I have authority in this matter. You specifically said you had seven flights, was it? Nobody else. I have more flights than you. I'm telling you, I saw the earth. It's not flat. Don't worry. I got you. I have more. I also have nine shower heads. They're in a bucket. So in flat earth world, I am the God here. Don't worry. Oh, Mark I don't know what you're talking about. Back. I said that I've had seven flights. I'm the authority. Like I, I told. Was maybe, that not what you said? Oh, Mark's back. You may have may, may heard me say something like I've been on like seven flights in the last couple of weeks and the earth clearly is a plane when you fly up there and look at it. It's of clearly course, not. It's every clearly not a plane. Pilot, every, at 30,000 Every- feet, it's a plane? Uh, no, the- I, I think he's delusional. It's part of the formism. Yes, yes. Like, this is what's so weird about this conversation is that yeah. the main, the mainstream physicists, the mainstream math, all of that will say, of course, you don't see the curvature of the earth from a plane. That's ridiculous. But when we get into these debates, oh, they saw it. Well, no, it's part- it. I saw it from the, I've, I've taken more flights than you. I've seen the curve of the earth. How many flights have you? Who cares? Dude, I just showed I, you. I sh- at least forty, at least four, maybe twenty. But I take a lot of flights, so I don't. I've know taken over you, twenty flights, dude. Oh, I, who shit. cares? I, well, you who brought cares? it up, Winston. You're the no, one that no. has seven do, flights. Do, do so you special. agree that the- I just want to let you know in your little head. You have less flights, and I'm telling you, it's not flat. That's irrelevant. You it's actually said I'm an authority, appeal to authority. Hey, hey, here's my question for you: Does the what? plane have to fly like the Earth is flat? Yes or no? What does that mean? Do pilots fly planes as if the Earth is flat? No, because they're not retarded. So okay. they fly no, they them as if they're on they a ball. Hang airplane. on, hang on, hang on, real Specialty. quick. Sorry, sorry. Real quick, I just want oh, to. Ex- I just want to yeah. call out Delcos. Apologies. We're cool with language, but there's yeah. some lines. Okay. They're not. They're not. A, they're not blind people that drive planes. People who drive planes, fly planes, have eyeballs. I'll say it like that. Oh, it's just a fact. They're not visually that- impaired. Every pilot that's ever flown knows you have to fly the earth like it's flat or fly the plane like it's flat and stationary. The globe earth position, the actual still man, I'm gonna have to pull up my glasses so we can actually hear the globe position. So I can still man it. The globe man position, right? Of the globe still man. This is it, is that the earth is so big that you can treat it like it's flat for intents and purposes. You assume that it's parallel to the earth. Gravity pulls you around automatically because you're maintaining pressure zones. 
right? With your altimeter and those pressure zones for intensive purposes can be treated as horizontal and parallel to the ground, but actually they're bending around the globe. So you have to fly the plane like the earth is flat. You have to assume the earth is not moving, but actually it's spinning and curving. You just can't tell on that small of a scale. So yes, you do fly a plane like it's flat and stationary. This is day right, one but stuff. But they told you in there, they're assuming it's not. When I say I assume that the table that I mount these two is not going to move, it could. There could be an earthquake. It's an assumption. But guess what I write in the goddamn paper? I Sorry. I write in the paper. You can show the picture. I don't care. It's fine. It's just clouds. You're not showing the actual thing is the problem with it. I just think it's weird that you just denied that they have to okay, assume. Okay, but like, is, we're just looking at clouds, bro. And we I'm already looked at the anything. thing that I got. You, what do you mean you're not? Are you not screen sharing? Uh -huh. I, I think you're screen sharing. I think that's, that's what me. you're doing. Oh, is it? So, so yeah. am I understanding oh, okay. you guys right here? You you think when you're flying an airplane, you'd be just constantly pushing that yoke forward to try to get around the earth? Yeah, and you it just barrel it like, in. It How sounds it like you're, it also sounds like you're denying the size of the earth. Come on, th this is very simple mathematics. We Do you not believe in speed? Do you not believe that, hey, we think that Florida um, from where I am in Toronto is about 1,200 miles away. And if we set out walking at three miles an hour, it's going to take X amount of time to get there. What are, are these people are you talking denying? about? Like, we you, already went making... over this with the model, Mark. Like, are you guys in the same debate as us? I think we have to like, move on topics because he's not getting it, Mark. We already went over this with the model. I know what they're talking about. I'm not getting talking. it. You're, you're saying that we're sitting there talking about, oh, how big the earth is. Yes, the earth is big. No, no. What I did was have to correct your teammate who said that we don't fly the earth like it's flat and fly planes like the earth is flat and stationary because pilots aren't stupid. No, no, I didn't say that with it. I said, no, 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 no. Assume. Yes, I, I didn't say do, they I don't said, fly like I do said, not. Do, do I said, do pilots, words, but here's so my question. Do pilots have to fly it. the plane like the earth is flat and stationary? You yes, said no, because and I have nope. to mount these arms like the earth won't move, but it sure could. I have to mount these arms yes, like the table me. won't That move. will make you right. It's not sensory. What's it? You're lying about what I said. No, You're it's recorded. What I said. It's, it's recorded. No, with it. So, it is recorded. Yes, and I said guys, like, just, just like so you, you know too. The assumption. Like, it? by definition. Like, I, I even I even asked like half the people on this flight because I ask a lot now when we travel, and everyone said how flat it looked. You cannot look out that window and tell me that you see any curvature. And it's not even evidence anything. You're assuming it is. Of course, but it's not evidence of anything. Can we move on? I, I, okay. I'm glad that you admit that. This is evidence of nothing. We can you appeal to the on shooting you, your own you, thing down. You appeal you said to any. Not me. You appeal to any. Can I ask you a question? Of I, I, watch, I want to hear from Mark. Dude, they're get, they're triggered, bro. Let's hear from Mark. They're so triggered. Okay. Let's hear from Mark. Silly, so, like, on your glasses, right, right. man. Okay. So, so, so I heard in another debate of yours. Mark, one second, please. Just so there's a lot of voices. Um. And we're halfway through, a little bit more than halfway through um, our open discussion time. This is electric and a lot of fun to watch. Um, I'll just. All right. Um, if you guys are liking this, you better hit that like button or do some subscribing or whatever. And we'll be getting into the super chats in about 25 minutes. Um, and I believe there's a little channel called Matters Now that will also be hosting an after show after this as well. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give the floor back to Mark since he um, has spoken less and I think he was the last one I interrupted. So go ahead, Mark. So I watched um, one of his debates today and he was saying that we can't trust any anything that we see through a lens. Is that correct? Yes, simple or no. Yes or no answer. Can we trust what we see optically through a lens? Uh and we try to depend on different parameters, like how trusting it can be, right? Because we have curved visual space, depends on the conditions. I don't know why you're bringing up someone else that's not in this debate. That's weird. 
Who am I bringing up? Did you say Tom or something? No, you. You. I watched one of your debates today and you said that you can't trust anything that comes out of a lens, that it's going to have a curve to it, that, that it's going to either be convex or concave. I, I actually watched one of your debates today. And yes, you I, did. And he brought up that we could use a pin camera, something without a lens to, to take a look at things. So I will go back and I will find it. So you do, do you believe that lenses, round lenses can be accurate optically? Uh, relatively but they do of course impose curvature this is a well-known thing and the fact that globe earthers have to deny things like this that like all lenses create distortion and that based on your angle of view relative to what you're viewing it's going to have a distortion or added convexity optically is highly suspect also this guy said he works with robotics you should be looking at the most cutting edge robotics which says that they have to account for curved visual space for the accuracy of the visual space accounted for in the robotics they actually had to update the learning methods and learning models for the robots to account for you a non-euclidean curved visual space for it to accurately be able to look out so actually proven that visual space is not euclidean and straight perfect lines like you guys claim so yes that combined with the fact that lenses always impose convexity combined with additional atmospheric conditions you have to account for these things and understand that it's merely optical which is why it constantly changes this should be just unspoken what except you you're using, you're you using lenses sorry. to make a point here that you asked everybody in the airplane to look out and see if they think that the that what they're seeing the horizon is flat or not flat no, so she was responding. Thinking. She was responding to him claiming that when he got in the plane, he knew it was a curve, right? He knew it was curved. And she showed a video of that. She didn't do anything except for respond to his ridiculous claim. And I'm actually still asking, do you guys have any valid evidence that the earth is a globe or that the globe model was actually true? Void of logically fallacious reasoning. It's a simple question. Well, you yeah, should be able to have, you should a, have dozens of them. I got an image from a space station. That's, that's what, pretty what's good. What's up? I got, a, I got an image from the space station. I think that's pretty good. Oh, from, from the same station that, you know, people around the world could do. I mean, do you, we have a clock. I give you the name of the clock and it uses the rotation of earth as a power. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Thank you for bringing yeah. that up. All right. Let's yeah. talk about Go this. For let's it. talk about this. Let's just destroy the globe. Sorry, Mercedes. got to give me just a second. I got to destroy it. I gotta please destroy do it. preface this game over. Please. You brought it up. So Tune actually, your G audience. GPS satellites, and I try to break this down. These won't be rebutted, yeah. but, but if you pay attention, GPS satellites assume for an actual curved path. According to Einsteinian mechanics in the current globe model, it's not a curved path, it's a linear path. But they actually have to account for actual curved paths, specifically an ellipse, right? We're talking about GPS satellites. I'm gonna grant them to you and then show that they actually disprove heliocentrism and your belief that the earth is spinning. They also account for a change in velocity relative to the center of ECI, which is the earth-centered inertial frame. According to your actual model, there can be no such thing as a change of velocity, right? And even first than that, the atomic clocks, right? So for the actual synchronization, according to the official GPS manuals, the, the time synchronization requires C plus V, meaning that it actually has to account for the, the speed of whatever it is that's carrying the clock that's moving. And it's been proven on the ground in trucks and in planes and with the actual quote unquote satellites themselves. It says that actually whenever the transmission goes from east to west, it goes 14 nanoseconds faster than from west to east. In the scenario at San Francisco to New York, this is well documented in the mainstream official manuals, which means that the constancy of the speed of light has been disproven. And you actually have to account for a change in the speed of light to have accurate distances with GPS satellites, which absolutely destroys relativity and it destroys your entire model. If GPS satellites do anything, it proves you have to require real inertial forces, actual curved circular paths, a change in velocity relative to the ECI, and a change in um, the change in the speed of light for, for clock synchronization 
and decay rates, which all disprove relativity, which means it all disproves your entire model because you need relativity. What are you to talking about, bro? I'm talking about what the Jaguar-Lagor clock. That's, that's I'm talking the about the clock argument. No one's going to avoid it. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Which completely overshot my question. He didn't even get. I'm not talking about atomic clocks. I'm talking about a clock. It is called a Jigger, is something French clock. And it uses the rotation of the Earth literally to power itself. It's a type of. Uh, it's a. What would it be? Just a movement, I guess, that would use a movement, watch movement, not movement, movement of the Earth. It uses the movement of the Earth to move the movement and the watch to power the movement of the watch's movement, is basically what it is. The I've watch, never heard of and the, I'll send you a link, but yeah, it actually is a real thing. There's people that take them apart, and there's, there's channels that go over them. Uh, Long Island Watch is one that goes over them, uh, and he's pretty thorough. But okay, they, I've never and, heard that, bro, but I'll tell you, it's very similar. I don't similar know what you're talking to... about with the you're just going off in the weeds with that. I don't yeah, know because I thought you were actually bringing up something. My... Something like, like well, something that uses the, you, the rotation of the Earth to power itself is pretty substantial. I would say that's well, pretty that, good. That that, that defies right? your model because you're well, not. No, it doesn't to be because I can bring it around places. I can bring it around the world, different places. And if it works, and I can quantify how it works, bro. then I can go, hey, we know it's the shape. What's it? If I have a shape and I throw I, oh I throw gosh. darts from it, what's it? Off of that shape. And I have little like tracers coming off the darts. When I look at those tracers, we're gonna see a like it's it's gonna be a shape. It's a physical shape that exists, so it's gonna be a shape. I don't hey, know if it's such a home run argument, why don't you let me re respond? Okay, what? so that what would actually defy clocks again. That would actually defy yeah, because I like you're talking about satellites, but that yeah. would actually defy your model, right? I did destroy heliocentrism. I don't think that it. destroys the model. Bro, I'm pretty buddy, sure the buddy, power buddy. inside is is pretty Chill good. Out. So it actually oh, would Don't falsify your model because you shouldn't be detecting the Earth's rotation on the Earth. That's a major you problem. You because totally you're not can. To you just can't do it very accurately. Yes. Well, you're lying with it. And everybody's already heard this. We all know you can. We all know you can detect it with a gyroscope. We all know there's a clock that uses it for power. We all know that you have no friction. You can see it on nice ceramic bearings. I could do it if I really want to. It's not that hard. It's just inaccurate and it's very small, but it's very detectable. This is very detectable. It's not detectable optically. Oh my God. That's it. just interrupts him. Because I know what you're going to say, wait, you're going to bring up the Einstein quote. It doesn't matter about optically. We're not using optical experiments. So what you're saying is stupid. Stop saying it. You're going to waste okay. your time. Continue. All right. For, first of all, it's it's optical or terrestrial experiments. That's the Einstein quote. I wasn't bringing I'm going to fucking call you on that one, bro. Let me. Okay, I just showed the quote to the whole entire. I know you showed a quote. I bro. Google the quote. Delco, I, I, I would ask you to please just allow the other debaters a chance to, to speak a little, please. Hey, can I, can I ask a question? How how do the oh flat God. earthers, um, how do they explain LIGO? Hey, Mark, 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 Wits, yep. wants to, Wits it really wants to answer Delco's oh, question okay. first. I, I, I thought he'd answered there. I thought he'd already no, answered. No, he's been struggling to get the answer out. Um, the second he gets his answer out, we'll give the floor right to you. Or maybe Wits, we'll ask you a question. Yeah, or we can go to Mercedes. I want her to get into it. But um, all I'm saying is that when you bring up things like the ring laser gyro, et cetera, that's engineered off the Sagnik effect. You'd have to show me the very specific mechanisms that this clock supposedly operates on, and then I will happily discuss it if it uses, for example, an actual interferometer. What does it use to detect this supposed motion? Because the only thing you could really invoke is that it uses an interferometer, which would be engineered based on the Sagnik effect. I know you actually don't know. You're probably looking it up right now as you look to the left. But anyway, it's okay. It's okay. I'm looking how the look clock at... works with it. I know you don't know either, so don't act like a little brat. Okay, bro. Continue. It's okay. Dude, I know you're trying okay. to decredit my character. I get uh, it. You have to do it for your audience, but don't. All right, okay. Delcos, you're good. Chill. I'm. I'm begging you, please. I'll mute. Let him finish, and um, no more brat talk. 
don't like the lie. It's not particularly fair to say, well, you don't either. I didn't invoke it as positive evidence of something that's contrary to all experience in the history of mankind that the earth is actually moving. But the point is it would have to probably use the Sagnac effect with interferometry. Well, that's a major U problem. There's not even a relativistic agreed upon solution for the Sagnac effect. And then whenever you account for the fact we now have linear interferometry that detects linear motion, you have a major problem. And actually the Sagnac effect, which validates this ideal rotation, starting with Mickelson Gell Pearson in like 1935, has been verified multiple times at different altitudes. When we detect the actual ideal rotation at different altitudes, it goes faster and faster the higher you go. It changes with season and it changes with direction. That's sort of preferred direction for the propagation rate of light. So if it's using interferometry, it's a major problem. And what else could you be using unless a presupposed spherical coordinate system based upon like a crystal quartz, a quartz crystal that assumes for time uh, variables or maybe an atomic clock, which you said that it doesn't. So um, anyway, that you would need to actually substantiate the mechanism that supposedly that. does it. But if Mercedes wants to jump in, or Mark's next, I think you said, and then maybe Mercedes can get him. Nice. Yeah, I, I think my my biggest tie up and the proof of the global Earth is gravity. And he's not really giving us any alternative for gravity. So let's talk about LIGO. E explain that. The, the gravitational field detectors that we've built. We've built two of them. Uh, we made predictions. We spent billions of dollars on them. And those predictions came true. So explain how LIGO works based on your um, electrostatic gravity uh, theory. Okay, so on a flat Earth, we believe that um, there is a light downward force. Down is down, up is up, essentially. Uh, if anything's affecting that, it's density, mass, and the nat the natural static that lives within our natural atmosphere. So there was no reason for gravity to exist unless you put it in a globe model. Because in a globe model, you would therefore need the water to stick if it's going to be upside down. You would need people to stick to a globe upside and things to the globe. Yeah. There's yeah. people on the other side of the world, correct? Upside down? Up and down is a construct of Earth. It has nothing to do with the universe. It has nothing to do with the solar system. What's so up? What's down? Up and down has oh nothing God. to do with the universe? What a bad what, faith response. Up? How's it a bad faith response? You know what she's saying. saying that, that there's an up and there's a down. You said there's an objective. So up I've and asked down about LIGO. Explain so LIGO. The question wasn't for explain you. Explain LIGO. For Mercedes. Thank you. Ask, explain oh. LIGO. Explain it. Explain that we we predicted that we would see gravitational waves. We built machines for billions of dollars. We bought two of them so that we could back up our experiment. Explain why we've seen exactly what we expected. And these gravitational fields are almost non-existent. They're so small, yet we detected them. It's considered one of the most unbelievable things that we've done, except for predicting the uh, the, the the radiation background that we expected when, from the Big Bang. This was another prediction that we made. No, let me finish. <laughs> this was a prediction that we made that if gravity is it acts in a certain way that we should be able to detect these gravitational waves of two black holes merging or two stars merging, that we would see the, the effects of the gravitational wave. And that's exactly what we detected. So without gravity, because no. your whole thing here really seems to, to, to rely on gravity not being real. So these billion dollar machines that make actually. predictions that have come true, explain how we made a machine 
that was to predict gravity, that was to detect gravity, but all of a sudden it's now just detecting these um, magnetic, uh, what is it, magnetic electrical gravity replacement theory? How did that work? Well, for one, that's a fallacy because we never had to assume that a gravity existed. So we don't have to assume that. Are you familiar with LIGO? Are you familiar with LIGO? It's you that has to prove that gravity or that that this whole model was based off of the fact that gravity has to exist in order for the globe to work. Without Are you gravity, familiar you with nothing. LIGO and what they're without doing gravity, there? Without gravity, Mark, without gravity, you guys have nothing. Why would you have That's to not my question. Whether, 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 there was a, whether there was a light, Mark, this is the point, whether there was a light force of gravity that existed on a flat earth or not, our model would still work. Yours wouldn't. It's yours. What are you it's talking your about? model that well, I'm asking you a question. I'm trying to interact with you and you're not answering me. Are you familiar with LIGO yes. and what they're yes. doing in this experiment? Yes. No, not you. What's it oh, yeah. Make sure that the, the guy that's going to destroy the pseudoscience and knows every single part about it that knows way more about LIGO than you. Don't answer that one. We tried to get a gotcha on Mercedes when she made a good point and you skated past it. She said, you're, you're the one that needs it. begs the question. Point? Make a very nuanced. What's her good point? Well, you wouldn't know because you kept interrupting What's her. her good point? We so I'm telling you it's a topic okay. for Mercedes every time Mercedes is trying to answer right, this question. Mercedes answer. Yeah, so um, I'd like to have Mercedes answer Mark's question if she's familiar with Lagos. And then at that time, uh, what's it? Since you appear to be, you can go ahead and jump in before i answer lagos i just wanted to clarify that yes you were you were basically begging the question and it was kind of a gaslighting lighting technique because you said that we needed gravity to not um, exist work so on our model and i was just proving that it's actually the heard, other way around yeah and we heard that okay so the question is LIGOS, are you familiar have, with lagos i have not done a lot of uh a lot into that as far as like studying what this is, how new was it? That was what was what I was trying to ask you before I was interrupted a few times. Mark. I don't know what's been around for about five to seven years, I'm guessing. Time's Lighter going fast path. as I get older. So okay. so my point what, is, what if there, I can wrap up my point okay, and wait, then I'll be quiet, Mark, if, Mark, if you're going to say Mark, you're not familiar with it. Mark, I'm trying go ahead. to let's, let's let Mercedes finish. Yeah. yeah. I want to know, I want to know what kind of technology they use to identify gravity hmm. and how they identify what gravity is in this experiment good question who said that was a good question i did i want to know what's the answer mark you're invoking it <laughs> why why we came up with an experiment that would interact with gravity as we know gravity so at the beginning of this conversation you said that's not that what she said that's not what, like, that's not what she asked that's no, gaslighting trying to keep up me. Listen to me. So you're saying that every oh, you got to talk over me. So you're saying that, was, that, that was, everything that was Delco. Oh, no, nope, this is hold, hold on, Mark, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Delco. I thought I was muted. Sorry. That's all right. Let's give Mark a chance to reply now. Mark, it's all yours. So, so you're saying that everything that we do is fallacious. Everything that we do is based on assumptions. When we sat down to build LIGO to prove gravitational waves so that we could detect them and see the effect of, of them across the universe. We came up with a plan, we built a machine, we spent billions of dollars on it. Then we built a second one so that it could back the first one so that as the gravitational wave went across the first one, it would also reach the second one at the speed that we would expect it to. So we've seen an interaction between the two facilities that are so many miles apart and it, it, it matched our prediction absolutely 
perfectly based on gravity. Nothing to do with electrostatic anything. It matched our predictions dead on what we would expect. Mercedes, so don't let him off. Don't let him that? off. He's trying to avoid the question because he 100% has no idea how it works has no idea what exactly it does, and has no idea how it supposedly detected the waves. That's why he just repeated his same monologue. He repeated his same monologue without specificity. Mercedes asked you, how does it work specifically? What is the machine you're claiming detected gravity and how does it work? And how was it that they actually detected what type of gravity that they were actually claiming it was attributed to a gravitational wave? They, she asked you the specifics of your claim. You don't know it, you deflected. Let's see if you can answer this time. And if not, don't worry, I'll teach you. Figure out, I don't know it. No, I don't. I wouldn't know how to go out and build LIGO right now, but I know that they're shooting lasers. They're keeping lasers to within a temperature of billions of, of percentage points. They're shooting it on a mirror and then they're, they're reading how long it takes to come back. Because again, even though you deny, you, you talk about this speed of light when you're talking about GPS, um, uh, how it's all wrong and this and that. Um, but yes, we know the speed of light. We know how long it's going to take to get down to the mirror. They know how long it's going to take to get back. They do it in an L shape. So as the gravitational field goes over and stretches and contracts the distance that it needs to shoot it down to the mirror and back to its its detector, they can see that it, as it went across the first one, it, it varied that distance by this amount. It went across the second one. It varied the distance. Then it made it to the second backup facility that we built, and it did the exact same thing there. And it was predicted that this is what it would do. You just claim so it shot lasers we... to space, bro? No, no. Do you have you never seen LIGO? What they've no, done? I know exactly what LIGO is. Us? I know exactly what it is. I'm going to tell you what it is. So it's actually so like what's basically this have it's to do a space. I thought you said something about shooting it back, coming back. It's a Michelson-Gale-Pearson test just in modern times. And yes, it uses interferometry and lasers because what it does is it sends a light beam out or a laser that's completely in a single phase. That's why they just send one. Then they split the light beam so that it maintains the same phase. It's the only way to that's right. It's the only way to actually ensure that it's in the same phase exactly, so it splits it. Okay, now they're claiming to have detected some type of disruption in the laser interferometry that must oh, be attributed to must be attributed to it. Now, this is what you said that they predicted exactly what would happen and that there would be two stars collide or two black holes collide, and they knew it and they'd get a gravity. All lies. They say they don't even know what direction it came from. They said that they have no idea where it came from. They also went through this whole thing where they supposedly found it the first time, rent, uh, gave the results, and then everyone celebrated, had a press conference, and they admitted, oh, never mind, that was actually a simulation. It wasn't really the real data. Here's the funnier part. It actually used a learning neural network that actually takes noise data and runs through presupposed algorithms through a neural learning network to try to decipher through the different noise data, claiming it's so sensitive it detects when a car drives a couple miles away. They have to arbitrarily determine and which one of the noise data they can throw out and then claim one of them can't be attributed to something other than gravitational waves. It's highly convoluted neural network. It's a learning neural network. And that's literally how it works. It's, inc it's an incredibly convoluted computer model. Only we had an expert on that. I don't know. You're out of luck. Wow. Shit sucks. Yeah, if only so, we had somebody so, who knew about that. that you understand that that's not, not that's not real evidence. If you have to- You understand that if we're training a network on real evidence that we've collected real numbers, then it will by definition be learning on real information and then give, like if I train an LLM, again, we're going to use that because that's the well-known thing now, on Shakespeare, it's going to know Shakespeare. Like it's not, this isn't a, an argument saying, oh, well, it's yes, it's trained. Just like a human brain is trained. Correct. Oh, I, and, no, you don't understand it. Neither one oh, of you Oh, I don't understand. Okay. I.
Continue. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna explain ahead. why you go don't ahead. understand it. Just try go to ahead. try to be calm. I understand I that you guys I get will. the talking, you get the talking point that LIGO detected gravitational waves and how did it do that? And it sounds so good. No, you clearly didn't understand it. You claim that they predicted that black holes would hit each other and we would know. They they literally admit they have no idea where it came from. They can't even determine which direction it supposedly came from. And they're talking about a vibrational displacement, the width of like one ten thousandth of a photon of a proton. That's what they claim that they detected. What are you talking now, about specifically? LIGO. No, I yes, but what yeah. specific thing are you talking about that happened? What are you? Well, the, the whenever the event, the, the the big like we detected gravitational waves. I don't remember it happened a few years ago. And it, at first they did it and said, oh, never mind, that was wrong. It was a simulated data, and all the employees even got tricked so much so that the second time it happened, one of the main employees refused to accept the data for like two months. Actually, you can read a book by or a paper by Stephen Crothers completely buries it and explains how it is nothing more than a convoluted neural learning network. And it has so much different noise data. This is the important part. There's so much noise data and what it's reading. The computer has to get rid of so much of it to try to decipher which one of it could allegedly be a gravitational disturbance. There's an immense amount of noise data. So it has to use presuppositions in an algorithm to try to randomly decipher that this noise data is from here and there and there, and this must be from space. And they admit they have no idea which direction it came from. And that it, again, that it is the width of us of one 10,000th of a proton. Okay, I think so, it's cute when you pretend to be an expert. I like it. It's funny. I'm not an no, expert. I just know you guys are really So what's it? What? I have no knowledge because of the this stupidest thing, oh, The stupidest thing that he said was yeah. that it could be a car driving by. Well, sound waves serious? do not go through the earth so from one detector three or four or five thousand miles away and make it to the other detector at the speed of light. Well, no, no, so no, you no, even bringing up noise? The noise from a car driving by is just the stupidest thing you could ever say. This Strong is something fallacy. that is traveling. This is something Strong that man. is moving at the speed of light, gravitational waves, and it's going from one detector that is in one location and it's making it to the other detector that is a distance apart so that it can't be a car driving by. And yes, what they're doing is they're using computer, obviously, to wash out background noise. Do you, you think this is new that, that we use things to, to get rid of background noise? Data that, okay. that's not part of what we're trying to measure? Okay, so that so was a strong... A car, what does a car driving by LIGO in, in its first location have to do with the second detector thousands of miles away also picking so up that lost. gravitational wave? Explain what the car has to do with it that okay, you told us about. Oh, it could be a car driving by. Oh no, I never said it could be a car driving by. That's a straw man fallacy. I get that you did it. Oh, here we go. Right. You never yes, said so that it could be just noise of the ground vibrating. Okay. Mark, you're, I think you're misunderstanding his question, actually, or what he's saying. You yeah. are misunderstanding. I'm so saying it's saying so sensitive it can detect stuff like that. Which, right? well, let me see. You're saying that the, that they're using, that the guy admitted, oh, well, it's just machines because they're using a learning algorithm, right? So knowing nothing about what they're doing, I would assume that they're using it to filter out noise. That would be the point, is to filter out noise so that some exactly. jackass doesn't have to sit there and go, bro, oh, bro, it's not, no, he right. just, I, yes, I'm yes, responding. Yes. And if I train it, if I train something like an image classifier to identify a picture of a dog, right? It doesn't mean that if it detects a dog, I can't use that in my research paper. If I trained a my thing God, to detect dude. a thing, well, it's very simple with it. I, I well, I was going to respond to his straw man and you simple. interrupted but to pretend man, you were going to do it for he me. Missed, and then... He didn't get the question and I am informing you that you were incorrect with it because this is literally oh, my field. I'm yeah. telling you that you would use it to filter out. That is the point. Of course it will. Okay, can I respond point. now? So I, I didn't it. claim that it could be Try. detecting a car. That's a straw man fallacy. That's not what I said at all. He, no, we I'm already know. No, 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 Mark. We already know that Mark misunderstood okay, the situation. Okay, Delco, even, Delco even you said 
Wizard, yes. go ahead and respond. Oh, well, he's addressing the wrong question, though. I already went over Mark misunderstood. He knows he misunderstood. Witsit is trying to address Mark instead of me because I made the actual point. That's what's happening. I'm going to address both of them. They're both very easy to address. So, um, But it was a straw man. It was a straw man. So what I was pointing out is that it's so sensitive, it gets all kinds of noise. So that's why you have to have this highly precise computer model. Now, admittedly, admittedly, it requires speculative assumptions and has an error bar, right? Of course, but actually so much so that the people that worked yes. there didn't know that the first time they claimed success, it was merely simulated data. The computer was completely wrong, told all the scientists, quote unquote, the pseudoscientists, that they had detected gravity. They actually did a press conference and bragged about it. And then that's why the second time they didn't even, uh, there's one person that's involved, didn't even accept the data for two months. There's a paper called A Critical Analysis of LIGO's Recent Detection of Gravitational Waves Caused by Merging Black Holes, Stephen Crothers, and that's March 2016. You can go read it. And this is one of the things it says, the LIGO Scientific Collaboration and Virgo Collaboration have announced that the 14th of September 2015, they, deduct, they detected a transient Einstein gravitational wave designated by GW, blah, 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 produced by two merging black holes from a single black hole. And that's where he got that because at one point they tried to claim that's what they thought it was. They now admit they don't even know what direction it came from. The two black holes that merge are reported to have uh, been of 29 solar mass and 36 solar masses, respectively. The reported detection was obtained not during an observation run of LIGO, but during an engineering test run prior to the first scheduled observation run on eight, uh, September 18, 2015. Another part of the paper, the insurmountable problem for the credibility of LIGO's claims is the questionable character of the theoretical assumptions upon which they are based. In this paper, various arguments are presented according to which the basic theoretical assumptions and the consequential, consequential claims of detecting gravitational waves are proven false. The apparent detection by the LIGO-Virgo collaborations is not related to a gravitational wave or to the collision and merger of black holes. So the computer model isn't just being assumptive and then making all kinds of algorithmic predictions and assumptions. It's right. built upon a base foundation of unverified presuppositions into the computer model to then try to shift through noise data presumptively. That is a fact. It isn't magically detecting gravitational waves. Okay. So you're diverting from the point about. I made. I didn't say that with it. I didn't say that. I said, if you train an image classifier, for example, because it's better for you to understand pictures, I get that you're kind of slow. So we use pictures as an example. If I train a neural network to identify a dog and I train it on random pictures of dogs, drawings of dogs, after whatever, and it can identify dogs correctly, it is not, it's not, not usable. I don't understand why that's the thing. And second off, I don't give a shit with some random ass website. What is that? Oh, Donnie, that's interesting. It's a, it's a, the it's third a off, that is interesting. Paper. But third off, who cares? Because that's the test example. They're talking about, they mistook a test for the real thing. Oh shit. Oh no. You said this, do you listen to the words that you say with it? You said the second time, how did they figure out the second time it was right with it? Because the first time they figured out, oops, we ran a test and it was, we ran the test thing. Oops, there wasn't a fire. We ran the fire drill. That doesn't mean there wasn't a fire the next time with it. You're just pulling little points to try and make a point. Oh. It doesn't actually connect anywhere. No, what he yapping. says is even what he says is even on their own website. I That's mean, what I'm saying. But they're talking about a test that they did. They mistook a test run. Hey, will you not interrupt the lady? Run. Thank you, man. Will Why you not lie with it? Will you not lie? And I won't have to correct. I haven't lied once. It's very simple. It's very simple. Can I, can, since that this was my point, then can we yeah, wrap yeah. it up? Sorry, Mark. So, yeah, we destroyed so it. they've made they they have detected gravitational waves ninety times, eighty three of them have been merger of uh, black holes. So why are you going back and talking about that we admitted, if this paper's even true, that we admitted that the first time it detected gravitational waves, we made a mistake. It was a simulation, everybody got excited. It wasn't what, what really was going on. Why are you sticking on only that paper and not talking about the fact that it's detected them now 90 times and 83 of them are black hole mergers? 
So where Chloe, are the papers can, that you're going to show us that. on that? I can answer that. So like, if you look at my screen right now, I've got LIGO up. This is them themselves. And I have it highlighted right here. And it literally says that LIGO is more susceptible to lower frequency environment noise, which can drown out low frequency gravitational waves. Okay. And then up above from that, it literally says that they simulate a vibration from the environment around LIGO. In a test, yes. Every, this paper every, that you're reading right. is talking exactly. about a test they were doing. Not about the real so crazy, thing. Yeah. Every, mistake, and, and that is why. It's not that hard to understand. Every time you guys represent my argument, you have it, to are, twist no. it and strong okay, wait, in I, what I, I say. Right. No. Right. I do so want to say my point. We, we're at time. In fact, we're a little over time at this point. Um, and I appreciate that some people still had some more oh, points so to go. But yeah, it's it's. I can understand it's frustrating. But let's just i mean you guys aren't gonna settle you're not gonna there's no point where the four of you are gonna go you know what yeah okay we well, yeah it but i mean even so, when she's trying to make a point I, like they won't let her so then i feel like i have to try to get in there to try oh, to say the trying to recap the debate inaccurately that's um, very funny so, what's it whatever what's Ooh, it, you know Matt, as well, I me. hold on a second <laughs> what? we very know spicy. as well as anybody else that we're about to enter into the super chats and when we get into the super chats, either this topic or one similar will come up. There will be plenty of opportunities. Um, and the super chat list right now is deep. So um, real quick, I'll get into some housekeeping here and remind everyone. Uh, we've got a like and a subscribe button over here. They're very lonely. They, they need a little little love. So don't don't be shy. Um, go ahead and give them a hit. We've got over 1,200 people watching us live right now. So that's not a small number for a modern-day debate, that's for sure. So we're real happy you guys are all here. Um, after the Super Chats, there will be an after show over on Matters Now. Everyone, the debaters, the viewers, are all invited over there. Uh, yeah, we got Visible, a mobile provider over in Texas. If anyone's in that area, give the link in our description a click and check them out. Um, and I went ahead and signed up for Planet Fitness. Now, being Canadian, I didn't get the $10 a month deal, but I'm probably going to get to meet James in person this year, and I don't want to feel small, so I'm going to go bulk up. Um, with that, we'll go right into some super chats. Are you guys ready or what? Yep. We okay, are I was going to say, someone's not going to speak now. <laughs> it's like Let's like, go ahead and lay out the, the nerves. rules. Let's yeah. go ahead and lay out the rules. So the All rules right, so yeah, guys. Oh, so, wait, yeah. so you're so really jumping in, Archie. You? You're very scared. Well, this is the first. So, by it's the way, cute. I would it's dunk cute. on YouTube too. Wait, so you had the chance and you failed. What are you talking yeah, about? I would so just dunk on on YouTube. You couldn't handle me right, or whatever, him. Come whatever. on, gentlemen. Come on. Um, I keep asking James to set up 2v1 debates, so, I mean, he won't do it. This is my 10th modern day debate. I'm in double digits for modern day debate. Modern day. So, thank you. And with that, three of them have been with Witsit. So, Cool. Um, yeah, so I do have a little bit of a rule or a process to Super Chats, and it's that if the Super Chat is targeted to a specific debater, I always like them to have the last word, which means if someone asks, what's it a question? You, by all means, you can respond to something what's it said or what have you, um, but the final word, I like the person who the question was addressed to to have that final word, okay? Um, also, all of our viewers, spent the money and took the time to send us these questions i want to try to get through the list right that's kind of the least we can do for them to all come hang out with us tonight all right 
Uh, let me go to the top of the Justin, list. Justin, can you hear rain like... in the background, or is it good? Do you hear like nope. a rain? No, okay. no, you sound you sound fine. It's starting to storm. Um, yeah, all of our debaters tonight. Well, maybe not all of them, but most of our debaters tonight have been dealing with uh, with weather. So, and I mean, if anyone is anywhere in Canada or America, we all know about the snow and cold. Anyways, let's start with our first super chat is Kango forty four. Uh, 50 New Zealand dollars. Mr. Beast spent 50 hours in Antarctica. He filmed the sun at 2.30 a.m., 4.30 a.m., 9 a.m. It never set. He did not see the ice wall. He was not stopped by any military personnel. If you think he's lying, maybe say that, and then he can take you to court. Oh, my wow. God. It's Does so anyone weird. here want to say he's lying? No, it's sure. I will. I don't. I don't even care. I'll say it. Yeah, but he didn't claim to see the sun for twenty four hours. Like only the anti flat earthers go around and claim he saw the sun for twenty four hours. Uh, and even if he did, yeah, he's lying. If he claims he did, tell him to take me to court. He has to prove he'll never prove it. He'll get dunked on. Former NASA employee stayed in Antarctica for six months, said you never see the sun for 24 straight hours. What's even funnier, though, and I will point this out, is that you guys keep on saying, but no military personnel stopped him, as if that's some type of rebuttal for the flat Earth position. And we say you cannot freely and privately explore Antarctica without pre-approval and permits, right? Or you will be stopped. That's a lie. But Silly boy. We all know permit. that's a lie. It's Mr. Okay. Mr. Beast did get a permit. That was like the whole thing. And to the person that answered that, asked that question, I would also say, um, actually look up someone that took a flat earther to court because it did not work out for the Glober. The flat earther won. And I got to say what's what's really crazy. And I tried to say this on the after show at Matters Now last time. If, you guys, really, if you guys really wanted to show not, people that the earth was a globe, what you would do is stop lying about stuff like Antarctica, right? Where you can literally prove that you have to get permits. You cannot privately and freely explore there. You can't just go down there and start exploring. That's literally a, a lie to claim that you can. And then to pretend that we say you can't go down there at all. When like I have family members that have been there, we're planning a trip to go next year. We know you can go on a approved guided tour, but you have to get a permit to explore. I know this because I've pursued them. I've pursued them. I know for a fact that you cannot freely and privately explore. So like whenever a, a person that's not used to the subject hears you guys have to misrepresent things like that, they're like, dang, maybe I should think about flat earth, right? That's what they think. So it's like, I, ironically, you're helping us when you do that. So. I also want to point out as another example that uh, during the Red Bull jump, when they tried to prove that he could see the curvature of the earth, there's even a clip out there where, where Neil deGrasse Tyson said that he was using a fisheye lens and actually lying about seeing the curvature of the earth. And he used an actual beach ball to use as an example of the earth and said that you're not going to see any curvature two millimeters above the beach ball, that it's just going to be flat and nothing else. And I can show that later if uh, if I'm able to. But yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, people have lied. Even your own Next. side says they lie. <laughs> So, so are, are you guys surprised that there are restrictions for people to go to places that are extremely dangerous, that, that governments will put restrictions on where people can go? No. Do you think you can just go walk down into a, an active volcano? Are you surprised if there are regulations for people going down to Antarctica that yeah, they want to yeah, know who's from, going down Mark, there and who's going to be there? Yeah, so that when Mark, these me. listen, so that when these yeah. stupid people go down there and find out the the environment is deadly and they have to launch these multi-million dollar um, reconnaissance to go down and dig these people out of out of the, the snow and bring them home to their loved ones. Are, are, is this really surprising? 
Do we Mark, not say from, that Antarctica yeah. is, is a little bit of a, a harsh environment? Mark, I'm from Montana. I know about harsh environments and they let people go pretty much anywhere. Okay, well then you should know. And there's Alaska too. And that's that's actually- Oh really? The, so you, you can go to Yellowstone Park and just walk anywhere, can you? I, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize you could park. go to active volcanoes. I didn't realize that you can just go straight down to Antarctica and expect people I've to come and, and save you. Okay. I've been to Yellowstone, and you can walk so yeah, anywhere. you can okay. actually. Yeah, they never put restrictions okay. on any dangerous places. You're right. They never put restrictions up. on dangerous places. You brought up a federal national park, which is hilarious and non sequitur and non-analogous to an entire continent that would specifically show us what the earth actually is. Also create incredibly efficient routes to southern to southern places. But this is what's super funny. No, I don't find it surprising that there's a permit there. What I find surprising is that the people that defend the globe in 2024 still have to lie about the fact that you cannot go there and freely explore without a permit. That is hella weird and sus, bro. And now it just makes tons of flat earthers because they can go read. You can go to flat earth wiki page about a true earth wiki page about Antarctica and it has every single permit, every single resource, every single downloadable PDF straight from the government's websites that prove that Devin is wrong. And that he's blatantly wrong. So I would just suggest that I would suggest kindly that you guys probably stop lying about stuff like that because you're making more flat earthers. I think it's weird. And Mark, also, Uh, I would, if you did watch my last Mercedes, I'd really, I'd really, I just, uh, that, I mean, for a, uh, for a super chat, that's plenty. Let's, let's get going forward here. Maybe there'll be more super chats on this topic later. In fact, the Mr. Beast thing has been such a big thing later, uh, lately. I'm sure there'll be more super chats about it. Um, so we got a couple comments here just quick. Free, free Palestine sends $2. Flat Earth wins. Pseudoscience globe lost. And our next one is from Mercedes F1 fan for two ninety nine. Use I used to be a flurf before I went to college. Um, <laughs> and then right after that. That's a lie. Is, yeah. <laughs> um, right after that, we got our great channel friend, LJ, who loves to send super chats, four ninety nine. NASA is an adult version of Disneyland. If the moon is bright enough to be seen 238k miles away, how didn't the astronauts get blind when <laughs> they did one of those th- ending on it? Landing on it. All right. They they did a thing where they spelt with caps and small letters at the same time. It drove my dyslexia batty. How did the astronauts get blind when not when landing on it uh, so i assume this is for globe side so the sun the sun shines on the earth do we get blinded because we're on the earth when the uh sun is shining down on the earth what kind of question is that would we expect well, are... to go on a white beach and because the sun is shining on it we're going to be blinded too it's ridiculous justin was it like up and down characters back and forth like they're capital lowercase capital lowercase it was yeah. camel typing yeah that's I think that's a sarcastic comment. I don't think they're actually. It, it has to be. If it's no, up yeah, like that, I think it's supposed to be like a, a meme. Like, oh, no, ha, no, it, it, how do they get you, blind? If you understood the question, then you would understand well, that it's not yeah. analogous to the earth because we can see the moonshine from the earth as a specific brightness applying the inverse square law of light. Every time you get closer to it, it continues it's to a, get it's brighter. A law, dude. It's <laughs> not Every a time you say a technical term. It you just laughed about the inverse square law of light. Yes, like think yes, about how weird that cute. is. You just told me I wasn't, it, it's fine. It's a fine. technical <laughs> term. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so fun. it's a globe question. So Delcos, Mark, if you have any final words on the cop, on the question. I would think it's a joke no, question, I, but. It's gotta sorry, be a joke. 
Yeah, I yeah, mean, it's, I, it's, it's, it's got to be a joke. I'm going to help you. If you don't understand, I don't know how to help you. All right, next question. Uh, <laughs> Flat Earth Baller, $1.99. Looks like this is their first That's super a- chat. So thank you so much. Mercedes, you need to get your own channel. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry, guys. I procrastinate a lot. Mercedes fan one, or Mercedes F1 fan 299. What about aerospace industry, which is private? Um, they don't really say to who that is. Does anyone have an answer to that question? What about aerospace industry, which is private? I think that's the first question. I'm sorry? I'll probably I think that's the first question. Yeah. Yeah. Basically implying, like, what about the ones that aren't the government? Are they in on it too? And oh, no, okay. the part that will never be rebutted was that they actually have to use a geocentric Earth's equations in physics with a real set of inertial forces, a radially inward centripetal angular momentum. Oh, big words, word salad. And that's objectively what they have to use, real inertial forces when their model claim there is no such thing as real inertial forces of the universe spinning around. They use an ECF, Earth-centered, Earth-fixed coordinate system, or an ECI, Earth-centered inertial system, which actually has the day and night in an insane rate. So they take take change of velocity, curved ellipse paths, and change of velocity relative to the center of the ECI. These are, and then they also account for a change in the speed of light, right? Based on direction, according to the official GPS satellite. So these people would just engineer it like it's that, right? Like, and then it would work, realizing that actually, if if it proves anything, it proves geocentricity because it accounts for the universe spinning around with inertial forces with actual curved paths and ellipses, which would be Newtonian mechanics, but can't work in your current paradigm because it had to be falsified by MMX. This will never be rebutted. Satellites disprove the heliocentric model if they do anything. I'm not laughing at you for word salad wits. I'm laughing at you the way you say the words. It's very, very fun. I am having a great time. It, okay. It's not the structure; it's the tone that you use. It's wonderful. I love it. Gingers, gingers Sorry, are just passionate. Topic. Gingers are. Just oh no, it's not passion. Seven. It's not passion. It's it's the way it that he speaks. It's clear passion. that he's never used them in a professional environment, and it's an interesting tone as somebody who has. I like it. It's very interesting. I like it. It's fun. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but no one has ever responded. Like, yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, they it, didn't respond to anything you said. They were yeah, just it's all good. No they were fanning your with compliments. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so next question is Free Free Palestine sends another $5 How do you verify the distance Between us and Polaris 432 light years ago And not two light years ago Share formula Just pseudoscience globe lies That's to the Globers for sure That's yeah. to you guys What was the first part of that? So how do you verify the distance between us and Polaris 432 light years ago uh, and not and not two light years ago? Share the formula what and you, then they and then they just say pseudoscience globe. Why? What is, are they specifying? What's the are they asking? They're asking, how do you know the distance to Polaris is 423 light years and not and something? not to? OK, I get what you mean. Um, I don't know. I would Google it. I'm sure there's videos on YouTube that have a fairly in-depth like review. And there's ChatGPT now, as much as I hate them. Open AI is terrible. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is, just use that. It could walk you through it if you really want to. Or just use anything. I'm not the person to ask about that. Uh, they're using out to a certain distance they can use parallax so they they can they can get to a point where with parallax alone where they know that it's at least that far away so we can make a measurement when we're on one side of the orbit 
of the um, uh, going around and then on the opposite side. So halfway through the year, we can make two measurements and we can work it out with parallax where it, scientists have become extremely smart. I know these guys just want to make it sound like they're just out there willy nilly building these billion dollar experiments, hoping that gravity might exist. It might not. But these are very smart people. There, there's millions of people working on these different problems. Very, very educated people, not the outliers. So he's incorrect again. Um, Polaris, you cannot use parallax at all whatsoever. <clears throat> You cannot no. use parallax. No. You cannot use parallax no. at all. You could let, totally let, him, let him reply, Mark, but you'll still have, you guys will have the I last am. word, though. Okay. According to the mainstream model, you cannot use parallax at all for something as far away as Polaris, okay? They use different methodologies, and they admit that it's not nearly as reliable because you can't use parallax on Polaris. And actually, it used to be four, like 323 light years, and now they've changed it to 423 or 433. Uh, it's, it's either way. It's either used to be 400, now it's 300. But in the last like 15 years, it's changed by 100 light years, which if the audience doesn't know, one light year is 5.88 trillion miles. Yeah, they had to change it by 100 light years, almost 30% change in the last 12 to 15 years, according to NASA. Go look it up. And so the claim that you know how far it is is insane. They admit that they don't. They answered his question is that you guys don't know. And you, you just assume you can use parallax when you probably can't with Polaris because it's too far away in your own paradigm. So that's the truth. You guys admittedly don't know how far Polaris is. It's, it's, funny. It's, it's funny that you, you claim that I'm always the one that's making statements that you said. I never said that Parallax can make it all the way out to Polaris. What my exact words were is it can set a minimum because there is a distance that we can measure with Parallax. And I said, it has to be over that at a certain point. So that that is what I said. I did not say that that's the way that we could come up with an exact measurement out. And yeah, we're constantly refining distances, constantly. Science continually updates. You got to remember back a couple thousand years ago, there were actually people out there that thought that the earth was flat and it had a dome over it. Like that's how ridiculous things have been. That's and all you how got. far we've come well, no. since then. I just want to put the question to bed. So Delcos, go ahead. Okay. You can no, add I think it's funny because stupid gaslighting. you know, oh, what's it? Come on now. What gaslighting? What are you talking about? Gaslighting? You don't know. What's it? Oh, I know what it is. I don't know what you're doing. Um, I think it's funny because you talk about it like science changing is a bad thing when that's the whole point. And it's ironic. It's very ironic, too, because like you don't you don't update. You've been told repeatedly that that's not what it is. And you failed to do so. You failed to update what you speak about. So I think that's very ironic that you piss on science for changing when you fail to do so yourself. And it's why you're fucking wrong all the time with it because you fail to update. Although you did try and divert from flat earth a few days ago. I saw that you're trying to move to like a spherical like center thing instead of flat, maybe for a uh, class that you're selling or something. I don't know, but it's an interesting migration. I'm supposed to sit here and listen to you like lie about me and not I am having a great time with it. I don't know what you're doing, but you're very Whatever. quiet. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Clearly you can't use it. a question as an opportunity to attack someone and not let them respond. I'm not attacking you, it's it. <laughs> I don't care, bro. I don't Just care. smile, you don't smile enough. I think the most foolish thing that we can do is call our right, ancestors right, right. foolish and pretend that they're stupider than us and somehow we're more advanced than they are. And just because we are more advanced and have different technologies than they had, that somehow makes us superior in knowing what we think we know, which we've proven time and time again that we continue to be wrong, as Mark just pointed out. NASA, even within its own thing, continually wrong. So no, maybe. not wrong. Continually updating <laughs> models to become like more and said, more yeah. accurate and more correct. 
Right. Okay. Well, before they uh, said that the Earth was millions of so years Mercedes, old. So, Mercedes, this question was for the globe side, and I really want to sh get to the next question. So I'm, gotcha. I keep. I want them to have the, the last word um, on the topic, please. So we'll just we'll move on right there if everyone's cool with that. Um, so we got LJ for another dollar ninety nine. And like I said, LJ, big supporter. Thank you for coming, LJ. Has gravity ever been measured as a force? And then he answers his own question with a big nope. Um, but I'll allow Globes to comment or respond. I mean, it's not a force, so you wouldn't measure it as one. But you, I mean, you could, but like that would be inaccurate. You could measure something polling, but I don't know why you would want to do that in this debate, right? It's it's silly to say. Would you what's it? Would you say the, the perturbation of uh, ether is what you call gravity? What, what's what's the expression? Perturbation in ether waves? No, there is EMF coming from the sky down to the earth measurably. <clears throat> there's right. a downward electric current on the earth. So okay. yeah, there's yeah, e even in a Faraday cage, there's a vertical there. electric gradient. So that's the answer. It creates a downward bias, everything intrinsically electric. I would say there may be something to the idea of etheric displacement. So kind of what you're saying, like perturbations, like fluid-like displacement, which even people on your side are now saying gravity is, which is funny, but... Uh, They're saying yeah, gravity they, is fluid-like displacement? Yeah, of, of something akin to an ether. Yeah, you can look up the guy that akin just... Akin to an ether. Yeah, the astrophysicist from Australia who oh. just said that he falsified dark matter to Sigma Phi confidence. That's very silly. Yeah, you know sure. we have he's, like he's millions class, of science i don't care what one dude says science is is if you could demonstrate mm -hmm. i work very often in the weeds my work is very often because i deal with consciousness and simulations of, of things doesn't matter point is yeah. i'm very often but i never have to say i know i'm right because i never have to say that's conspiracy i never have to just ignore somebody's work because it's inconvenient with it if you can't demonstrate if you can demonstrate that's your point is real then right. science will accept no it. we're good that's we're good we're gonna mark, move on mark, I think, one more thing mark do you have anything else do you want to add to that real quick yeah, what it always is, is they look for outliers, you know, just like we were talking about with uh, LIGO. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what the computer programs do. It erases background noise. These people that they're continually quoting that, oh, so-and-so in Australia says this about gravity. Uh, it, they're outliers. They're, they're one in a million scientists come up with these papers and then they cite them as, oh, this person, because he's, a, um, he's an astrophysicist, says this. Well, guess what? There's just as many police officers that are murderers as there are in the general public. But that doesn't mean that every police officer is going to be honest or every doctor isn't going to kill. There's always going to be outliers. What the? Right. Just moving on, Wits. <laughs> free, free Palestine with another $5. All maps are based on the standard datum plane, not standard datum globe. We have airplanes, not air globes. Be smarter, be a pure blood flat earther. Uh, sounded more like a a comment, but I'll allow Globe to respond. That's a bit of a weird way to phrase that. Uh, I, I don't know about the last part of that that phrase. What did he say? Talking about being organic. <laughs> we can't talk about it on this. Something platform. about pure flat okay, earthers. Okay. That's a bit. He said pure blood, but we can't talk about what he's talking about on this. Platform. Oh, wait, are, you getting, are hey, you getting weird on me? Hey, Delcos, Delcos, this isn't about, this isn't the like gang. Sorry, up on, sorry. It's just like, I appreciate um, how so what hot I, he makes you, but maybe we just like, I'll moderate a 1v1 someday if you want. Right? That sounds like, good. He, I know he doesn't need me to come in here like this, but mm -hmm. we just want to read the questions, discuss the topic. We're, we're not. Well, wasn't it our question? 
I thought it was you asked what it meant. I was trying to tell you what comment, and then you said his name. I'm just trying to explain to you guys what he meant by the comment. It's something we can't talk about on YouTube. Okay, so that's what I'm just trying to let you know because if you keep asking, it's going to get answered. So we'll move on. Okay. Matters now sends ten dollars. So FE. So this is for flat Earth. Feynman also says in that paper that navigate current flows down to the earth via lightning and the photo shows that a voltage drop across the thing on the ground is zero V, I assume volts, after show on Matters Now. Uh, what does that have to do with, it doesn't, what does that have to do with the fact that there's a downward electric bias? That doesn't somehow falsify my position at all. As sometimes there's a change in the electric field in a very isolated area during things like lightning strikes or a flip of a temporary flip in an isolated area of the electric field. All over the earth, there is a downward electric bias. There is EMF pressing on everything in this realm objectively. And the question is, would a downward electric bias or be the result of a downward electric current? The answer is, of course, yes. And it can be measured. It can be manipulated. You can make things go up and down with it. So this is just a fact. I don't, I don't, I'm not even making a claim. I'm just stating a fact. Right, so it it is what it is. There's a downward electric current. I just had to use Feynman so that people we can avoid the whole nah, you know. Uh, so no big deal. I mean, we just let it go. We have evidence for our position. You have merely theoretical reification fallacies attributing physical properties to conceptions such as a privation like space. We don't have to do that. We don't have to just fall off into fairy tale la la land. We just go into real world and measure it. And actually, that kind of proves it too, because a lightning strike goes from the top to the bottom. It goes down to the earth. That's a downward force. You always see lightning strike downward, not up. There's some exceptions if there's something that charges a certain way right above it, and then there's an area above the earth that kind of creates a differential and it could become yeah. temporarily polarized, polarized. But yeah, at all times, there's downward electric current. And yeah, I like think a Tesla coil. If, if you have yeah. something like manipulating it, that's one thing, sure. yeah. Yeah, like an external variable. But what I want to say is one of those things, just so everyone understands, gravity comes from the word gravitas. That means weight. Okay, we know that objects have weight. We don't deny that. We dispute your claimed cause of it. Little g is downward acceleration. Mg, mass, volume times density, times acceleration, right? That's what weight is. So we don't have a problem with that. We have a problem with your belief of gravitation and that space and time can come together, make a little space-time baby and bend and warp defying logic and physics, right? You would need evidence for that. You don't have evidence for that. We have evidence to support our position. It's, it's very simple. All right. Our favorite initials, LJ$99. It's 2024. Why don't you have a camera on the moon yet? We did, like a long time ago. We already did that. We've been there. We did it with film instead of digital, too. So you should like it even more, right? Doesn't somebody in the community own like a negative or a film reel from the moon or something? I think it's Mr. Sensible, doesn't he? That's pretty good. That's a pretty good picture. Having the film, I mean, I don't know. Oh, NASA! I think we did NASA it already. Filmed, NASA already filmed over it. They they even said they came out and said that they accidentally they filmed over the, the telemetry data. Which, if for example, on a drone, is just when I move the stick up or down or turn left. That's irrelevant. Nobody, you know, that's that's garbage information. That's just used for troubleshooting at the time. It's not. That was all that was deleted. Everything else is fine. It's in museums. It was just telemetry data, and I think it was only from one mission too. It was on these kind of reels, actually. 
He's asking why is there not just a moon, uh, camera on the moon yeah. all the time, just showing us the Earth twenty four seven live? It would be like the most viewed thing in the history. Well, of what, I wouldn't watch it. I don't care what the hell's happening from the moon. I, I don't give a shit. I don't think you would watch it. I don't think anybody in the audience would watch that stream live twenty four seven. Just go on YouTube and type in moon video and do that. We took yeah, a picture. We took a picture with film. We took hundreds of pictures of multiple times from the moon with film. Devin, we do that all over the earth, though, where we like yes. place a camera somewhere in the middle of the woods and just watch birds or watch whatever. Like, yeah, but those are birds. We're not going to yeah, stare. This like is not it. interesting. It's cool for a second. Yes. It's cool yes. for a second. Yeah, it's, we not, it's not. It's not hundreds of millions with, of dollars. We do it with, with, um, yeah, we do it with satellites. And you guys deny that those cameras are on satellites pointing back down to the earth. No, so if we no, we don't do it with just satellites. Deny that too. They stitch satellites. them together, admittedly. What's it? No, 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 no. Admittedly, oh my God. you have to know. See, this Everything's is the interesting part about with it. You have to it's, know that's a lie. You're just no. saying it. But you have to know it. Everything because you've been corrected so, so many times. It's so. Um, I didn't say it was a lie. I didn't say it was a lie. They I didn't say. They, you obviously didn't say it was they, a lie. They, they, you they are admit, lying. You were lying when you were doing okay, that. everybody. All right, everybody. Oh, I almost <laughs> muted. I almost muted. That was going to be the first time ever muting, but I didn't have to. Um, questions for Globe. I want Globe to. Shut the question down without leaving uh, a question in the air. Okay, go ahead. We have pictures from space. We have them on film. We have hundreds of them from different missions. And there you go. Okay, that's Thank all you, you need. <laughs> we have pictures uh, of other planets, and they do. don't like yeah. that either. So, so what good is a camera on the moon going to be? And we haven't been there since the seventies. Uh. All right. Um, so Otto PLN twenty five. Uh, I don't. I don't know what PLN twenty five is, but thank you. Um, is it true that people who believe in flat earth are more likely to be the victims of Russian propaganda? So, Witsit, do you support Ukraine or Russia? Um, actually, you know what? If you don't <clears throat> want to answer that, you don't have to. I don't pick uh, sides of geopolitical conflicts that clearly benefit powerful groups of people that propagandize the entire world to pick one way or the other. A little um, bitch. I would I would obviously not pick Ukraine with all of the mainstream propaganda shoving it down my throat and then all the normies that don't even think for themselves literally ever just changing their profile pictures to it. Uh, but anyway, I'm not going to get into that because people feel real passionate about things they don't understand. Yeah. Just watch CNN news. Um, but but what was the thing trying to tie in? They were trying to say is that flat Earth is a Russian propaganda psyop, right? Because this comes from typically it got popular by somebody named Michael Sartain who was admitting that flat earthers always dominate debates and globe earthers always have to use tactics, but he's a globe earther and he's had physicists on and stuff and they keep winning. So he explained what he thinks happened is that right around the time of the elections, the Russians were messing with our internet like content and that they pushed flat earth to deceive the West. And so that's basically what he's suggesting. I think that that's a ridiculous claim, but uh, yeah, cool. Whatever. If man. you want to add to that Mercedes, but um, do not feel like you need to answer this question. Oh, no, I'm good answering it. I'm against the Russian and the Ukraine propaganda as well. They're all on the same team. So there's really no point to pick a side because they're all in league with each other. I mean, if you just look at Putin's history alone and what they say and actually follow like what they do, then you would realize that there's not really a one side or the other. They're just trying to get you to pick. So it's not about being a, a little bee, as Devin was pointing out. It's about waking up and realizing that instead of trying to put us or pit us against one another, that there's a bigger thing going on in that whole realm of things. All right. Um, moving on. Rich C. Constitution, $10. 
I work on a ballistic missile that we test often. The missile travels 4,000 plus nautical miles, and we use a rotating globe model for the flight path, not a flat plane. Guess what? It, guess what? It works every time. We uh, use a rotating so globe for the for the flight path of what? Of a ballistics missile that travels 4,000 plus nautical miles, and they say it works every time. You don't use any type of rotation for that whatsoever. And no. I don't get why you guys don't understand that actually with like military things like that, target acquirement, it uses a Cartesian coordinate system from the actual position that you fire the trajectory. This is objective. That's why whenever there, if you find a, if you find your enemy and you, you're doing target acquirement, you make a concentric circle grid system right? A Cartesian coordinate system from your position to locally analyze it. Now, if they're, you're claiming that they shoot missiles all around the world and stuff, really, how often does that happen? How often do they claim to shoot missiles all around the world? Like basically never, ever, they don't even claim it, but it doesn't matter. You just make a transform from the globe core or from the uh, plane earth coordinates to a globe coordinate. They don't account for the rotation of the earth. We've already hijacked and proven that uh, gyroscopes and pendulums both backfired. Interferometry shows the spin increases with altitude at the same latitude, debunking the globe. So actual detection of sidereal rotation has falsified the globe model. And literally not one globe earther in three years can even formulate or pretend to rebut that. So uh, yeah, whatever. Mercedes, you got anything to add? Yeah, I mean, it's just a fallacy because they're saying, oh, I saw this, so that's why this is real. I mean, we can't prove it that this real she's got no proof she just he or she is just saying what they're saying i could easily come back and say yeah my dad's in the navy and i can guarantee you that they don't use that kind of a model they don't use the geocentric force but then you're just going off of my word and you wouldn't believe my word either so it's just that's it just won't work she needs a better here she needs a better argument firm in the consequence all right our next super chat comes from Devin Delcos for ten dollars. He's apologizing <laughs> for his technical issues. Everybody, I'm very um, sorry. I keep cutting it's, out. It's fine. Um, it was stated early on too. Even Mercedes admitted that she was having difficulties over there too. Um, it's it's January, and if you're anywhere in the northern states or Canada, yeah, it's tough. Um, Kango forty four fifty dollars. Uh, question for Witsit. What's it? Have you worked in any in any industry that uses any of the sciences? Have any qualifications? Published a scientific paper? Formally study any of the sciences? I'm not debating you, so there's no fallacy. These are just questions. No, but they're questions to imply and attempt to discredit me, right? So no, I mean yeah, I. I Went to high school, took some physics honors, one and two, went to college, but didn't end up finishing college. I don't even regret that at all. Everyone I meet from college that actually gets a degree or something further than that, they think they're way smarter than they are. So anyway, um, and that's just a generalization, but uh, that is an appeal to credentials. So it doesn't in any way validate or invalidate anything that I've said, right? Like uh, the, some of the smartest, most successful and innovative people in the history of mankind have consistently not been college students with specific degrees. Nikola Tesla, for example, from your own side, you have Einstein, okay? So that's a, it doesn't really matter, right? It, the evidence is what matters. The evidence is what matters. If I inform myself on actual evidence and I can present it, that it can be verified. That's what determines the validity of my argument. But the, the, the short answer is no, I, I don't have specific qualifications for any of these, which is a blessing because I get to smoke the Glovers on all the subjects. I don't have to just focus on one thing forever. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to smile, but when you said the short answer, and I was like, from Witsit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next question from Based Theory for $1.99 is a challenge to Witsit to debate him. He says, stop dodging my challenge. I don't know who that is, bro. You know how many people say uh, that? Like, Gr- I'm in Discord Grayson, on a regular. Grayson from Based Theory. Grayson from oh. Based Theory. How are you going to say that I'm ducking in the last, literally the last video on my YouTube, Grayson jumped on to debate me for like an hour and a half, two hours. The only one talking with me the whole time. But uh, I did say that I would eventually debate him on specific subjects. I don't care to do that, but uh, I'm making an exception in a way. But dude, I just gave you my platform for two straight hours on the last show. What are you talking about? I'm dumping you debating, bro. That's weird. Good try, right, now, next, I guess. <laughs> next question. Taking back Eden, FE, $5 Canadian. Globe defenders in a cult, can you feel the supposed earth tilt? Feel, hear, see the supposed spin, velocity, change when traveling, go against their senses. Um, so this is clearly for the globe side. So they're asking a bunch of questions. Um, we can disregard the cult part, I guess. Uh, can you feel the earth's tilt? Can you feel, hear, or see the supposed spin, velocity, change, or traveling? What velocity change? What tilt? Like, I, I don't understand what the question even is. There's no model that we have that would um, allow us to detect any of those um, questions. So, no, absolutely not. But they as mean, a human, can we detect the, the tilt? Can we can we detect yeah. the spin? Can we detect? No, not not as a human. Can we measure it? Do we have equipment to measure it? Do we see it? That That's a better question. You got anything there, uh, Devin? No, I had to fix my uh, pop filter. It was falling off. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, no, I think Mark got a pretty good pretty good cover All on right. that. Um, matters now for $2. Does an informal fallacy mean it is false? Uh, it's not directed at anybody, so um, that'll give everyone yes or no. Is an informal fallacy mean it's false? Uh, no, right? Like, if you think that someone uses a fallacy and that means that their conclusion's wrong, that's called the fallacy fallacy. Oftentimes people use that against me to claim they think it means if you just call out fallacies a lot as a debate tactic or something. But no, of course, pointing out the fallacious reasoning in your opponent's argument is how you debate quite literally. It's about logical validity and consistency. But if someone uses an informal fallacy, it doesn't mean that their conclusion is wrong. It doesn't validate their argumentation. But if you were to say, I'll give an example because I want people to stop saying this, right? Because fallacy fallacy is, for example, if I say heat causes water to boil, then someone says, no, how's that true? Prove it. And I say, everyone knows that heat causes water to boil, bro. Right? That's an invalid argument. It's an appeal to consensus. It's an appeal to majority. It's a fallacy. But that doesn't mean that heat doesn't cause water to boil. That doesn't mean that my conclusion is true. So to apply it to this, a globe earther could still technically be true. But if they're using fallacious arguments, they're not substantiating that conclusion with any type of logical validity. So it invalidates your argument, not your conclusion. Mercedes? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's basically the same thing. All right. Agree. Uh, Devin? No, I think we're good. Sorry. It's okay. Mark? I'm trying to let Mark no, take a few. We're good. All right. We're good. Oh, well, okay. Uh, Mercedes F1 fan, 299. Um, and we skipped the rest of that question. Free, free Palestine, $10. We're all flat earthers in the center of the whole universe. Globe is pseudoscience to make you believe that your great, great grandmother popped out of a chimp and lost on a spinning ball. 
I mean, the majority of the world is religious, so I don't get why Flat Earth would make them more religious if you already are. Like, I, I think that would be silly. I think the world's a lot more impressive the way it is than like a. Wait, Devin, Devin. They're saying what? they're saying that your side is religious because it would literally take a lot to believe that you came from a chimp. Um, no, I, th and I think what they're saying is if adjusted, if you reread it, I think they're saying. I think you guys are kind yeah. of both right. You're just focusing on different parts of the of the super chat here. So at the beginning of the super chat, they say that all flat earthers in the center of the whole universe and that the globe is pseudoscience. Mm -hmm. um, and then they attack, um, I guess, evolution here so that you believe. Well, your great, great I, I know a little bit about see. animals. We we didn't come from a chimp chimps are alive today how how could we come from a chimp we came from a primate so no we didn't come from chimps we're primates we forked off of another primate that no longer exists um however many millions of years ago well, no we didn't come from a chimp nobody says that we came from a chimp we're primates that's just a belief system that you have can you at least admit that it may uh, not be true of course it is so there's no, no way that it's not true yeah, can you at least say that maybe it could be false? Everything could be false. That's how science works. That's the difference between us. Everything can be false. Everything can have different levels of truth. Everything can have a different level of mistake, or as you would guys would call it, a fallacy or a lie. Just because oh, we make mistakes does not make the whole science a lie. Why'd so you turn it on us and start gaslighting? What, what the, what the crap, bro? We're, oh, we're now we're gaslighting. Now we're gaslighting. Mark, Mark, do you believe that truth itself is relative? Not gaslighting, just a simple question. Do you think truth itself is relative? Uh, yeah, absolutely. If you were to say to, to me right now, how far away is the corner store? I would say to you, I'm a, I think it's about a mile. And it turns is out it to be 1.1 mile. Are you listening? And it turns out yes. to be 1.1 mile. That That's not a lie or a fallacy. That was a mistake. That was an inaccuracy. Or it, it, it just it it, it didn't have... Pardon me? Is truth always relative or are there times where truth is Well, why is do you want to call it truth or do you want to call it knowledge? Or, and what <laughs> we know, we're continually updating our knowledge and we're continually updating the accuracy of what we consider true. You invoked yes, objective truth update. in your example. You said if it turns out to be 1.1, you said if it turns out to be 1.1, right. you invoked an actual objective distance for your example. Right. question is, is there objective truth? Our inability to be confident that we found it is not relevant. Is there objective truth? Well, that, is there objective truth? That's the mm -hmm. question. Something that we know to be absolutely true. Doesn't matter yeah. if we know it or not. Is there an objective truth? I would say no. Mm, I don't know about that, Mark. Whoa. I think if, you could get accurate. No, mm. I, I, I think. Okay. Well, hold I mean, on. Hold on, hold on. For it's, it's, it's getting into an, another interesting topic, frankly, uh, but it's kind of veering off a little bit of flat earth. The question is to the globe side. So Delco, go ahead, make your comment or your, or go ahead. And I was going to say, put the question to bed oh, for me. Go ahead. Uh, maybe. I mean, it depends on how you consider it. If you want to say like workable reality, then no. But if you want to get like technical, I guess eventually we could maybe given enough time eventually. I don't know. It's not really a noble question, I guess. Like two plus two question. is always going to be four. Yeah. And that's the truth. But that doesn't apply so in the real world. You're going to ask us. If you're going to ask us about something that's very complex that we think is true today, there's always room for improvement. That's what we do as people. That's why when you sit here and talk about Einstein and stuff, 
you're going back almost 100 years to and you're quoting science of 100 years ago and you're quoting the few things that they that wasn't well understood and that that's your always your aha moment all right next comment from taking back eden fe two canadian dollars um a little bit of a, I guess a little bit of a shot at Delco, but I don't think it's too harmful. Ooh, uh, go for it. Let's count the times Delco dodges questions. Oh, I don't know about That's... that. It's kind of hard to count to zero, something like that, like a fist. All right. right? It's just going to move along really fast so we don't Shut end up, up stuck here. Um, Kango 44, NZ $5, Witsit. Uh, yeah, okay. Witsit having to cry about the debate is going as he has nothing yet again. Yeah, every single one of my very specific points was ducked the entire time. And I specifically refuted and had to teach them about their own claims each time. And every time that it got pulled back, I found out they didn't even know how their own claims worked. So I don't know why people just baselessly assert what everyone can watch to not be true. It's very fascinating phenomena, but it's all good. I was just saying, I kind of, the only thing I was saying at the end was I kind of wish that Mercedes had got to talk more and I feel trapped in a way where they try to corner her into a question well you were the one that interrupted her most of the time so i wouldn't be talking with it you were the one that jumped in when i was trying to talk to her multiple times and interrupted her so i don't know what you're talking about bro projecting maybe you are kind of dumb so you might do that no no so delcos those are comments mm. you've gotten away with a couple already tonight um so please it not... don't no it's not about calling the other debaters on the platform names. oh no, no. okay mm -hmm. If you want to say their argument is dumb, by all means. Oh, I, okay. Well, you're they okay. are definitely not dumb. No, your your argument is very flawed and incorrect. Well, I was going to mount point was just like, I wish Mercedes had got to talk more because she's uh, I haven't seen her much. I think she's pretty articulate and makes good points. And uh, from my perspective, she was getting tag team by you guys and kind of cut off and like, no, what's it? we're just talking to her, but then you would 2v1 her and not let her talk. And so it was a bit frustrating because then I felt like I had to jump in to help and it's all good, but I'm not well, trying to... your perspective, I, I have said many times... So we know you're wrong. Justin, I have said many times, I think Justin's one of the best moderators on here. I think he did a good job. It's kind of hard, certainly 2v2. So it is what it is, bro. I'm just saying that the claim I didn't have anything is just clearly an untrue statement and it shows that you're coping. All right, next question from... Bonds 499. Why does the spin of the earth affect a bullet but not a plane? I'm an avid hunter and I have never once used a spin calculation. I use wind reads. So this is clearly for the globe side. Mark, do you shoot guns ever? Uh, yeah, I used to manufacture AR 15, but actually, um, it's because of the spin. It's the spin, it's gy gyroscopic precession. So as the earth is spinning, you've got a spinning bullet. And uh, yeah, it'll always move down into the, I believe it's the left. It's been, it's been a lot of years. And why would a plane have to account for that spin? Um, there, there's, yeah, absolutely no reason. But the yeah, spin that we're doing, according to the globe model, is we're falling over backwards at a thousand miles per hour. And when a bullet spins, it's spinning like this. It's not falling backwards over itself. So how... Yeah, it's How when, it's when you take that? something that, do you know what gyroscopic precession is? Yes. It's when you take something that's spinning and you apply a force to it, any kind of force to get it to try to change direction, it will have an, it'll have a reaction where it tries to move off at 90 degrees. So it's like when you try to turn a bicycle wheel, you try to turn it um, level up and down, it'll push off mm -hmm. at a 90 degree angle. 
So that yeah. is why a bullet. So it's the bullets going through the atmosphere. The atmosphere is moving with the earth. Gyroscopic precession causes it to spin down and to the left. Yes. Why does it and happen it's with a bullet, it, not it, a plane? It's predictable because a plane is not spinning. The plane has engines and is being flown, and a bullet is not. Yeah. Bullets don't have yeah. engines. And, a, and, a, and a, plane, a plane is constantly having inputs put into it. It has trims. Like, that's the part that makes me laugh the most about your, when people fly planes, do they fly it like it's flat earth? Of course they fly it like it's flat earth. There's small amount of trim will keep you exactly where you want. You think there's no input put into an airplane? Uh, when no, it, your when teammate's jet, the one that said that he did 5,000 miles. Your teammate's the one that said they didn't do that, bro. Yeah, that's not what I said, Witsit. That is not what I it's said. It's documented. That is not. What hey, I gotta, I, said. I gotta, I'm gonna have to dip and come back because I kind of like lagging and frozen. I'm sure you yeah, do, Witsit. I'm sure you do. No, he's he's lagging. He is lagging. He's lagging. <laughs> he gets, oh, yeah. I just he, saw him move really quick, real fast. Yeah, yeah maybe he gets he that. He gets that over there once in a while. And and the funny thing is, is when he was talking about the clock that can run off the power, I, I didn't actually get to talk back then, but that's exactly it. it it's It's taking the power from the movement of the earth that's where it's getting the energy from to run the clock Isn't or the pendulum, whatever he was speaking so about cool. all right um the next question is from lj which means it's for the globe side so we can go ahead uh, while Witsit comes back um so lj dollar 99 delcos why hasn't space tech improved since the 1970s I don't think that's true because didn't we just land a rocket backwards? That was pretty cool. That wasn't in the seventies. I don't know what that argument means. Like obviously it's gotten better. Like what do you mean? It used to explode and now it lands backwards. I don't I that's it. I think I think, and I'm only extrapolating mm -hmm. and you can go ahead and, and I'm, I could be completely wrong. I think they're kind of replying back to the camera on the moon question. So the whole idea of tech improving since the seventies mm. to go back to the moon, maybe? I we I mean because it's not financially sorry. viable. Oh, go ahead, Mark. Sorry, we've made it to the sun. I, I don't I don't understand what they're talking about. A few years back, we made it to the sun. We actually got into the sun's atmosphere with with, with a space probe. We've done incredible things. The accuracy now that we go out and slingshot ourselves around planets to end up to where another planet is going to be and to nail it within. Uh, not even kilometers like they nail these trajectories and they do it all based on things spinning on gravity these are incredible predictions and i think that's why these become such um heated debates is because it's really such a kick in the head the amount of work that's put into this the amount of technology and then for someone just to come along and say oh no that's all lies you know, we are on Earth. Our gravity is this electrical thing, but they don't explain why there's gravity that we can deal with slingshotting things around Mars. Is, is that an electrical gradient too? Um, where's the electrical gradient start? Like this is all the stuff that they're just talking points, but no explanations on how it works throughout the universe. All right. Thank you very much. Um, next question. So Jack. Cervantes, $5, giving flat earth legitimacy is the saddest shit on the planet. Why are we doing this? It's like indulging a schizo that voices in the radio are real. There's um, always something to learn from people. And I think you should talk to flat earthers because if a small group of people can be as crazy as they are and believe this delusional and th not wits it obviously, but you know, the real flat earthers that believe the earth is flat, um, 
if they can believe that, then you can believe something that is less crazy, but still equally crazy. And I think it's important because it's, it's important to check yourself. And they serve as an interesting view into what can happen if you don't. Sometimes. So some just, of them do. Just a quick question there, Devin. Do I you agree. Think that, do you think that our ancestors for thousands of years that did think the earth was flat, do you, do you think that all of them were just crazy and morons too? Well, no, they weren't crazy. But like, if you really want to get into that, an iPhone, for example, is better than the pyramids. There are things that are borderline the size of our DNA that are inside of those little chips. That is a billion times more amazing than guys who stacked rocks in the desert and had nothing else to do. Of course they could do that. That's not exactly. impressive. We have directly pushed forward. We are like, I don't even know how to describe it. We are infinitely smarter than they ever could hope to be or will be or ever could be because they're dead and they suck. If that's and now we're true, here. then why can't we recreate a lot of the structures? I'm not talking about the pyramids. I'm talking about like giant cathedral-like buildings with giant doors made for people that look like they were a lot bigger than us. And because we can't not... oh, remake those. We can't even remake those mm -hmm. with the technology we have. Well, we can. They're just not in style, right? The buildings, some of the buildings that we've had, the modern buildings, like built into cliffs and stuff, these are infinitely, infinitely more difficult to build than any any old structure. Especially since old structures are all vertical. They're all small at the top and big at the bottom. They all sit nicely, right? They're not that impressive. They're very pretty. They're very detailed. But that's because people took the time to, like, carve little shit into them. Them, them The buildings themselves, from a, an engineering perspective, are shitty and terrible and boring, right? Some of the, like, that's the point. The point is, they're not really that impressive. They're very fancy. They're very decadent. But technically, from a physical level, they are not very complex. They're very simple and, yeah, and optimized to, to, to hold themselves up. Yeah, to say that we couldn't go start cutting out great big huge rocks and piling them up is just wrong. Our technology has increased. We now grind up the stone. We go, we go to the spot where we're going to build these things, and we pour concrete because it's way smarter. And so instead of taking 100 years to build a building, we do it in six months. Why wouldn't we? It's called technology. That's things. It's not that we can't do it. It makes no sense to do it. All right. Next question. Welcome back. What's it? No, bro. Um, from AWOL Trading, five I pounds. Bingo. Sorry, I'm supposed to be muted. Yeah, okay. Um, did the first plane to fly around Earth always keep turning right or left? Or did it fly straight forward? Planes can fly straight forward. Yes. I believe this is for the flat side. Dude, that's so crazy that Globers don't know that if you circumnavigate on a globe, you still have to go in a circle and you have to also turn. They literally think that you don't have to turn. In fact, FTFE went on this big thing with Jaron betting him money and then backed out once he realized he was wrong. Because of course you have to do that even on a globe, common sense. But I will say that if you're flying a long distance, you're not going to know if you're slowly curving, updating for like a direction, right? You're not going to know that. That's just a fact, right? I mean, why do people say things like this? I don't know. But if you were to go circumnavigate east to west around a plain earth relative to north, well, you're flying such a great distance that even if you're slightly updating relative to your direction, you're not going to be able to notice that you're doing that. But even on a globe, you would have to turn, right? Very simple stuff. Um but it's all good. If you understand how ang the angle actually works, the angular displacement of the of the plane relative to whatever the angle on that sphere is, then you would actually still be turning slightly. Very simple. But um, yeah, anyway, obviously there's no exclusivity in east to west circumnavigation. I think this is one of the things that Glober should retire because it, it actually creates more flat earthers when you make arguments like that. Mercedes, anything else? Um. No, he pretty much covered everything I would have thought to say, honestly, on that one. 
Alrighty. Um, free free Palestine five dollars. The ISS doesn't have a dashboard or a speedometer, etc. Not really a question there. I guess. A yeah, comment. it actually does. We know exactly the altitude, so that means we know the exact speed that it needs to hold that altitude. Um, yeah, it. We we don't need it. We we honestly don't need it. You said actually it does, but we don't need it. So which one yeah. is it? Yeah, so we, yeah, actually it does. You don't, but you don't need a speedometer. You don't need an actual speedometer sitting on the thing. They know the height, which means they know the speed. Okay. If but, they know the speed, they know the height. Okay, but it doesn't have one. I mean, I don't even know what the point of the question is, other than like your answer was just a contradiction. So cool. We can move on. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there are computers there that's telling them exactly how fast they're going. Pretty sure. And their height. Sure. I would yeah. imagine if it was real, that would exist. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it's a semantic thing. It's, I mean, yeah, obviously, it's, 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 obviously, it doesn't yeah. have a Chevy dashboard with a free. Exactly. Vehicle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah but, yeah, but I've actually proven in terms of their equations in physics that it would require a geocentric Earth with real inertial forces and an elliptic per circular path with curved motion, which defaults to a geocentric stationary Earth and falsifies relativity, but whatever. Which means all satellites are a lie, which means all the GPS satellites are a lie. It means all our broadcast satellites are a lie. Everything's a lie. No, it specifically doesn't mean that. I'm going to share the screen really fast. I don't know if you can help me out and show the audience, but this is to cover all those points that I said the whole time. This is an astronomer, Gerardus Bow. I'm not appealing to his authority. He's just actually correct here. You can look up for yourself. Again, once more for the record, it has been shown at least six different ways this century alone that the equations of physics used by NASA to launch satellites are identical to the equations derived from a geocentric universe. Thus, if the space program is proof of anything, it proves geocentricity and disproves heliocentrism. The evidence for heliocentrism is even weaker than the evidence for evolution. Whether you agree or disagree with him, he is factually correct that they use a geocentric universe physics, not just kinematics, but dynamics with actual inertial forces acting inward on the alleged satellite with real curved paths, which would only be present in a modern geocentric position. So just saying that I claim that they're fake when I specifically said if they're real, they're actually proof of geocentrism is kind of a weird tactic. Some guy Good. says and he agrees with you. That's what that's all about. One guy, one guy. I got this guy's paper and he agrees with me and here it is. So it no, must be true. That's not my argument. I specifically said I'm not appealing to his authority or the fact that he said it. I said he just right. you can independently verify they use geocentric dynamics and kinematics with real inertial forces. I've said that 10 times in this debate. You strong me and said I said all satellites are fake. I'm saying no, if they're real, if satellites are real, it's evidence towards a geocentric position with actual inertial forces. So a centripetal, centripetal, and Euler forces, which in your model does not exist, nor do actual circular paths, nor do actual ellipses, nor do curved motion, nor do change in velocity relative to the center of the ACI. None of that should exist in terms of physics, according to your model and relativity. If they are really up there, they are proof of a stationary Earth, if anything. All right, next question. Kango44 uh, spends five. Uh, question for Witsit. If I build a device that would only work if the Earth is globe and it works, what does that mean to you? What a cool story. I don't know such thing exists. So, you know, I, what would it mean to me? I don't know. What would it mean to me? Like Dell said, if, if or Devin said, well, what if uh, unicorns came and dat me up? What if, you know, little fairies are breathing in at the center of the Earth and bringing everything towards it? I mean, 
you just use a transform from a plane to a globe coordinate system, you use geocentric position, and then you say the earth is the opposite of all those things. So there's not any piece of technology that actually requires the earth being a rotating globe. And all of it in all engineering requires the earth be a stationary plane, as well as planes and helicopters and missiles and everything that we use, literally everything we use in the world. But if I was going to apply your logic and say, oh, if we have to assume the earth is something for us to use the technology and then it works, you're implying that proves it. And welcome to Flat Earth. You've just claimed that we prove Flat Earth every day a million different ways. All right. We're losing the debaters. The stability of the Earth proves that it's spinning, but they, they won't accept that. The stability of the Earth proves that it's spinning. The stability proves it's not stable. That's very interesting. No, right. this, the stability of the Earth is proof that it's spinning. Just like any other thing, you take a ball, put it on the floor, can roll in any direction. Try spinning it and getting it to move in any direction without applying force to it. I know you like to call the earth wobbling too to make it sound like it's so ridiculous. What is this wobble you're talking about? A couple degrees? Your model claims there's years. Your model claims there's four different wobbles. Do you know what they are? Do I know what all the wobbles are? No. Go ahead. Explain. Well, you acting like there was just one and that it was real small. You don't even know what they are. There's notation. There's no, we, we got a wobble. We got a wobble where the, the tilt of the earth changes a couple degrees. I don't even know if it's a couple degrees. Don't never looked it up. Don't really care. I know it goes up and down a little bit. Um, so yeah. Okay. But there's like, so what's the other big wobble that, that proves that it's a flat earth? That's a straw man never claimed the wobble doesn't exist. What actually happened was they, they watched the procession of the equinoxes over time. And they said, okay, the only way we can prove this with a spinning orbiting earth is that it must be wobbling. They didn't measure it. They saw that the equinoxes process over time. Then they realized that that doesn't work to explain the orbit of the moon over time. So they had to add a second type of wobble, which they call a notation. They then saw a different displacement in the stellar observations and they had to add a third wobble. So you guys have multiple, I don't even know how you can physically demonstrate more than two wobbles at one time. No one's ever done it. But it's just a claim that you make. I don't say it to make it sound stupid. I say it to accurately denote what the model says, which is that the Earth is tilted, wobbling four different ways, spinning, flying through space. But none of it can actually be directly measured or detected. So whatever. All right. Next question. Um, I don't. I don't understand it at all. Um, I think they're maybe poking fun at you a little bit, Mark. But I don't get it. So it's. Eli sends two dollars. It says, "What do you do?" Question mark. Mark, I drive. Um, maybe that was a comment. Yeah. I think what they're trying to say is, um, at the beginning of the debate, it was very um, Devin Austin heavy. So you were just chilling at the start, like you. You didn't oh, get yeah, in until about 18 my, minutes. And in. actually, my, my wife was driving. It's not a matter of that I don't drive. I was doing a debate, so my wife was driving. And as an engineer, so as an engineer, and then, I, like I said, I used to train lions and tigers. I've done a lot of things, played drums in bands. Yeah, I, my life is not what I would no, consider I think boring. I think they're referring to just, like, earlier in the debate, they may have felt your participation yeah. was minimal, but... You know. Well, I, I didn't want to overtalk. Those, those two clearly had a bunch of stuff to hash out. I know they've debated before, so I, I knew that it was going to start out pretty heavy with the two of them picking up where they left off before. All right. So it looks like Delcos, I'm just going to read all the way to the last super chat I just got. And everybody just saw it. Sends another $2. This is the powers out. Have fun, guys. Love you. It's it. Um, so... Yeah, I guess we're going at it with. Uh, I'll, I'll try to adjust my my overlay to accommodate just the three the three of you, um, but I'll read the next question first. So, um, Zin's wow, this is a cool name, Zin Noj, 
499, Witsit, if you admit the ISS exists and is real, we can see it. Why not trust the images from it? Are all countries that visit it just lying? What a false dichotomy, bro. Like, first of all, yes, like powerful governments lie. They all signed the Antarctic Treaty. They all shut the world down overnight. So why would I think they wouldn't cooperate to lie about something like that? Um, actually, people from the inside have suggested that it's very clearly very compartmentalized. You basically get gifted uh, the opportunity to tell the next space travel story. Someone working on the alleged next moon mission came out and said that's literally what happened. And they gave it to Japan. But Japan has to agree not to talk about what happened in the past. He's probably a quack. Anyone that disagrees, you appeal to their authority until they disagree. But uh, anyway, I don't believe in things that can be proven false. So if you actually examine the footage from ISS, you will catch them faking it. The fact that people deny that is very weird. So go look into it. Instead of just desperately looking for an excuse, just look that they're clearly using wires. They're clearly using green screens. They've been caught doing it. So no, just because I see in the sky doesn't mean people are on there doing backflips. It doesn't mean that the footage that's been proven fake is somehow real. False, I got it. And my favorite so too is they always say that there's so many space agencies out there, like besides NASA, there's, you know, RACA and RASA and all these other kinds of Chinese have theirs. Um, then that proves that somehow there's not a big conspiracy. Well, I always say go watch theirs. Go watch the ones that are outside of the U.S. because they look so fake. They use stop motion. They use older older technologies, and you can catch the uh, you can catch it a lot easier. It's it's actually really funny to watch. Yeah, for sure. So when you're talking about shutting the world down, I take it you're talking about COVID. You're con COVID. Why are you trying to theory? talk? You know we can't talk about that. Well, regardless yeah, of what you think about it, yeah, the world did agree to all shut down in unison with very minor exceptions. So we have international cooperation. That's the point. We're not going to debate what we can't debate. We're just talking about international cooperation. And like she said, I've never heard Globers actually go watch uh, like the Chinese footage and defend it. It's so blatantly fake that you love to invoke that they exist, but oh. not their footage. The Chinese and Japanese footage, just go to their YouTube. Please go to your YouTube and convince yourself that stuff is real. It's hilarious. <laughs> Um, the next one is a comment towards Delco, who's not here to uh, really defend himself on this, but I think Mark might be able to. Um, Toby Walker sends $5. Thank you, Delcos, for creating more flat earthers today. Fallacies drive honest people to the truth. Yeah, but you want to comment on that? And like I said, it's just, it doesn't matter what we say. It doesn't matter what kind of proof we come up with. Like they said, why do, haven't we put a camera on the moon? Um, if we put a camera on the moon, they would say that's a lie. There's nothing that we can say because their automatic response is that it's a fallacy, that we're making it up, that it's a conspiracy, that we're, we're doing all these multiple things. Like think, just sit back and think to yourself, how many disciplines of science they have to attack to make their model work every single discipline of science they have to tear it down and they have to say it doesn't exist and it's just a bunch of people making stuff up and that's the funniest thing about it and then you got to ask yourself why are they doing this what's well, the motivation to you at the beginning of the debate that that isn't what we think it's just uh, you're poisoning the well and you're saying that we have to believe something that we don't. That's a straw man. And, and you seem to imply that fallacies don't matter. Yeah, if we have to point out fallacies every time you guys say something, that's a you problem. And if you can't defend that it's not a fallacy, it invalidates your argument. It isn't just a tactic. It's how debates work. So I don't know why you guys have to say 
Everyone in all the scientific fields have to be in on. None of us think that. That's absolutely oh. not true. The vast majority of fields assume the Earth is a plane. Okay, they don't have to account for the Earth being a spinning globe. And then when they model it into that, even in specific isolated fields, not all of them, that doesn't mean that it is, doesn't mean that they're lying, right? They're just trying to model what they believe. Please stop strawmanning us, although in a way I don't care if you do, because like Toby said, using fallacies like that actually create more flat earthers. It's the number one email that I get. Since you're speaking for Delcos, Mark, go ahead with the last word. Yeah, it, it, it's actually not the truth. If you notice everything that we say, there's a reason why it's not true. There's a reason that, that the International Space Station is green screens and it's it's wires. And they're saying that, no, these people don't know that they're part of a conspiracy. OK, so everybody that goes up to the uh, space station, the people that built it, uh, the people that are behind all the math to get it up into the air, building up the rockets to get these pieces up there to put it together. They're all just making it up. The Hubble has just been made up. I, I guess that doesn't go up and circle the Earth. I, I, I guess all the, all the things that we've sent into space just, just don't exist because it doesn't fit their model. So we have to get rid of trillions of dollars worth of things that we've built that has built the technology that we're, we're actually sitting and talking over right now. All right, next question. Run Boston Bear $10. If someone shows up to watch their first flat earth, uh, their first flat versus globe debate, they will notice the flat side is calm and collected while the globe side spirals. Why is this always the way? Because like I was saying, you can only be kicked in the balls so many times. These are serious people that spend a lot of time. They go for educations. They spend, you know, there's collectively, again, billions of dollars a year spent on people to get education so that they can go out into these highly technical fields and do the things that they're doing for humanity, um, building the satellites, building our communication systems, um, making us what we are today compared to ignorant goat herders of the past. Um, that, you know, walked around randomly looking uh, up to the sky and making up gods for licenses for for uh, lightning and, and storms. You know, it, it, everything that we're doing is being built off of the backs of the people that they're saying don't exist and that their models don't exist and that everything that we do is is just wrong and we're lying. And, 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 he, and he'll say that he's not saying that. But that's exactly what they're saying when they're talking about green screens and wires and the Chinese and this and that. No, as a group of a person, a, a group of people, we've done incredible things. And then we have these outliers that are sitting there talking to people and trying to make them convince them that this is not reality. And it, it, it really is, is, is a kick in the teeth because we should be proud as a society of what we've done, not have people trying to tear it down. Oh, he's, vir oh, he's virtuous. Mercedes, can you try to convince him we don't think that? Or maybe maybe he'll listen to you. It's just kind of rich to me that uh, you guys invoked that the thunder and sky gods and everything when literally all of the planets are named after gods and goddesses. When were they named? Saturn. Huh? When were they named? In modern times. Like In modern NASA modern missions still do it. Uh, so, so what's wrong with that? We okay, name well, colors things. We 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 name of, all kinds of, of things. The, what do names have of, to do with that? Well, well what I think is weird. Our side was not. Our side was inferior because there's thunder and sky gods. I'm trying to point out. I didn't. To you that I didn't say we're inferior. inferior. I didn't say you're inferior. Actually, I started out it the conversation implied. saying that I've I've heard I've heard his debates. I think he's well read. I think he's an intelligent person. That was the first thing that I said before I even started my debate. I've never said that you guys are stupid. I've never. That's not my style. 
What yeah, I'm saying but- is, is you've called us liars over and over. You've called us fakers over and over that we're sp- putting things up on wires and we're, we're green screening things. Oh, I haven't said Why that to you. Saying we? We? Why are you Why saying are you- we? Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? I don't Did mean you. you. Yeah, we didn't well, say anything I mean, about us, you, dude. Us, as as this side, the people who consider the technology that we're working on every day to improve, I'm considering that to be my side, not me. Not. I don't go out every day and build satellites. I'm saying we, our side, the people that are doing the work to make all this stuff happen. That's the problem. You actually collectivize that as if it's somehow your accomplishment. And then you guys come here and say, we, 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 we. Basically, your response to his question of why are Globers not the ones that are chill when they should come here and be like, dude, we just proved this thousands of years ago. What a joke. And the flatters are always more calm and respectful and specific to the point. Why would the globe earther be freaking out? Your answer was that you're coming here, basically virtue signal saying you're coming here to stand up for all the scientists that we're denying or something, which is seemingly a weird answer to why can't the ball earthers just show some type of respect in the debates? I don't get it, but I'll say one more thing. There's obviously a huge difference in a group of people at the ISS faking something and everyone in all fields of science must be lying, okay? There's just a handful of people that clearly would have to be in on it, yes, if they're faking footage. Don't believe everyone's lying, bro. And you're not doing it either, so we're not calling you a liar. Come on, bro. I would challenge anybody to come up with one word from me that has been derogatory towards you or Mercedes because I haven't done it once, so don't say that I have. And I have been calm. That's the thing. Now, has my opponent been? That's up to, you know, or, or my uh, my partner. That's up to people to to determine for themselves. But I'm my own person. I have my own style. And, you know, we were asked why we, we find it so um, offensive and why the hair on our backs get up so so bad. And, and that's it. We just feel like we're, we're defending something that is, um, you know, it's it's put us where we are today. It's the same as when I do debates on medicine or we do debate on on religion where people think that you know praying is going to make the world better it's no it's doctors that make the world better not praying all right well if you're trying to debate with someone about like a flat earth versus globe model i don't understand why there's not more curiosity from your side instead of there's a lot of attacking and a lot of defending but the the truth of it is that from a lot of the things you've even said today mark it doesn't sound like there's a lot of things it sounds like you know some things about the flat earth but there's a lot of things it seems like you don't know fully how the flat earth works so this is just an assumption but it seems to me that you haven't looked into all the ways the flat earth works is that correct well, I've asked I've asked you questions to have you explain it, and they they have not been answered today. Like I said, we did build an experiment to prove gravity, and then he brings up a paper on one particular um, detection of gravity, and he's reading out this thing, and then I point out that there's been ninety more detections of gravitational waves, and then he brings up, oh well, it's all just background noise. We're having troubles separating out the background noise. No, we're not. We, we separate out the background noise and then we detect it thousands of miles away again. And we detect it at the exact speed that we would expect to get there. So that wasn't covered at all. So that's that's what I'm Please. saying. You're, you're always just confronted with these. I found this one paper where a scientist has admitted that he's made a mistake. Aha, the whole program is garbage. 
Okay, you can't just monologue and then me not address the straw man. I have to address straw man now, so the question's taking too long. I'm gonna address your straw man because you're misrepresenting. That's why I stopped talking. I never so said. I never said that one. I found one paper where one scientist said one of the times was bad, therefore it discredits all of them. That's blatantly a misrepresentation. I read the paper. The argument is what I'm making. That's in the paper. The insurmountable problem for the credibility of LIGO's claims is the questionable character of the theoretical assumptions upon which they are based. In this paper, various arguments are presented according to the basic theoretical assumptions and the consequential claims of detecting gravitational waves and are proven false okay and that it they all use that method they all use the same base presuppositions with a computer neural network so that is the actual argument it's that it's based on presuppositions that you can't verify that can be proven false and then it runs through a neural network to try to make up what the results should be admittedly it's highly speculative that's it. That's the actual argument. So you you know though you know you're you're a smart guy. You know, and you clearly understand what they're doing at LIGO because I heard you speak about it. You clearly know what they're doing there, and you clearly know that these computer programs are there just to weed out background noise. Any vibration that's localized, even if it's an earthquake, is not going to reach the other detector at the speed of light like gravity is going to get there. So when you have something hit one detector arm, make it to the next arm that is L-shaped, make it to the next one 3,000 miles away, and then the next arm next to it two and a half kilometers away, we can rule out everything that is background noise and all it leaves is gravitational waves yeah it's uh, it, it's I, I, you I, can read the paper if you want to. i want to put the question to bed there um i mean it wasn't specifically to uh, anyone um but it did kind of antagonize the globe side so i, I let mark have the last word there um no bonds we're good, for, okay. we're good. Bonds for four ninety nine. Why are hunters not trained to account for more Coriolis in the equatorial African than in the Arctic Circle Canada? There should be some noticeable difference. Because they're not shooting out at a distance that would matter. Any hunter that is taking shots of two, three, four, five kilometers should have their hunting license taken away. The, the distance isn't there to deal with it. Why would we be dealing with that at that short of a distance? But if you want to talk about Coriolis effect, why is it if you take a bucket of water and you pour it into something with a hole in the bottom, why does it drain out clockwise on, on one side of the globe and counterclockwise on the other side? Is that the magical um, electrical field thing again? Or, or what are we dealing with? There's no the way Coriolis effect, perfectly demonstrated, where you can see it right in front of your own eyes clockwise one way counterclockwise other way and i've been to australia so don't tell me that it's not true okay it is objectively not true it's of been course. proven it's based on you can do you want to bet fifteen thousand dollars that you can go to australia and watch it go the other way if, and you, if think, you get it going the other way yes do you want to bet fifteen thousand dollars that you can go to australia and have it go both ways that's an arbitrary arbitrary number is it not why would we have to go okay. to Australia? We can test it in Canada. Oh, okay, yeah. So you claim that every single thing that goes down a drain in North in North America. Never Australia, said that. I never just, said that. Dude, it's you just, never it's, said it's, that. It's well known. If you within, dump, this was an, if this you was an dump art, a bucket it, of water with a hole in the bottom of something, a oh. container, in the northern atmosphere, it'll go one way. Or the northern, uh, northern, if you go to the south, 
of the globe, it'll go the other way the majority of the time. Now, if something causes it to go the other way, like it, for instance, a flushing toilet where the jets are made to start the, the vortice going the one way, then yes, it will start that way. But it's natural way to go down the drain, nine times out of 10 will be opposite. On you see what happens is as I go to refute you, you interrupt in monologue and then everyone's like, okay, let's move on from the question so that you can dominate it and spread misinformation. Now, I wasn't really trying to bet you money. I was trying to help you to make you realize that obviously I'm so confident in you being wrong here that I'm trying to help you before you make it more embarrassing. Your own side readily admits that that isn't actually true. It's a gimmick. It's based on the actual way that the drain is made, whatever the sink is, the tool it is, whatever. Everyone nope. knows that isn't an actual thing. Everybody knows nope. that is not an actual thing, even on your own side. Right. I'm Okay, dude, take it or leave it. Audience, please go research it. You will see that that is not real. In reality, things don't go opposite ways when they flush in the, in the North and the South. That isn't real. So I in the Northern- debate <laughs> for a long time all right that's crazy. Even, even the globe side agreed with me on some parts of it yeah we're, no, we're gonna we're gonna i'd there. like to put Close this one to bed away. here if we can um oh my gosh bro wild um taking back eden fe two dollars canadian uh this one's poking a little fun here if we are in the matrix delco and mark agent smith um <laughs> can go 44 ten dollars Wits it, the pressure differential between the ocean and the sky is large. Why does the water not rush to fly, fill the sky? If it's density, then isn't the sky denser than the vacuum of space? What? Why doesn't water rush to fill the sky? So the pressure differential between oceans and sky is large. Why does the water not rush to fill the sky? If it's density, then isn't the sky denser than the vacuum of space? Okay, you should. I guess he should have said denser. Isn't the water denser than the sky? The sky. But either way, it's liquid. It's not the same thing as gas, which disperses omnidirectional in all directions. Second law of thermodynamics: entropy increases in all natural and spontaneous systems. The usable energy decreases in relation to the entropy increasing. It's just a natural law. Gas fills the available space, so that's not analogous to a liquid, a composition of material liquid in the ocean. That's insane. Basically, saying why doesn't the ocean rush off into the sky? That's wild to think that that's an actual question that people say. But uh, anyway, yeah, the question still remains. Why does the gas not fill the available space? You can verify that's what it does to believe in the globe. You have to just believe in anomalies. I promise the globe is the one exception. I promise. I promise. So anyway, that's a wild question. I'd retire that one. Okay. Um, so we're getting we're getting close. We're getting close to the end here. So don't forget, guys, um, there's an after show over on Matters Now. Um, and I'm going to speed it up just a little bit. All right. So, um, if anyone who's got their response dials to 10, let's maybe go to seven. <laughs> um, taking back Eden, $2. Thank you, Mercedes, Austin, soldier, American heroes. Free, Thank free Palestine, $2. Earth is seriously flat. Be smarter. Embrace reality. Um, more of a comment. Let's just move on. Flat last four ninety nine. Since the globe can't provide exclusive evidence of heliocentrism, can they explain the Solonian eclipse? Did I say that, that right? Selenillion. 
Okay. okay, so Mark, can you explain that? No, I'm not even aware of what it is. That's that's when you can see the sun and the moon at the same time. Even why though wouldn't it's we, why wouldn't we be able to? He's trying Whoever to explain it, it to you, dude. I he, She doesn't have to say anymore. She just said it's when you can see the, the sun and the moon at the same time. During Everybody a seen, lunar eclipse. So she does right. need to say more, but you interrupted right. her. Right, okay. because because we're, yeah, I heard her say that. Because we're didn't, in between, she didn't say it. Because the moon, because I know what she's talking about. As soon as she started explaining it to me, I knew exactly what she meant. I, I became aware of what she was talking about, the, the, the termination, the, the name, the name of what it is. So, yeah, it, there's absolutely no reason that the uh, moon can't get between the sun and the earth. I, I can't even imagine people who think that the moon is just something that comes out at night are just plain wrong. Dude, she doesn't he doesn't understand it. Mercedes. A lunar eclipse in your model is where the earth blocks the light from the sun. Right. Cast a shadow onto the moon. Into the moon. Yeah. Okay. The selenillion eclipse. The selenillion eclipse is also referred to as the impossible eclipse. That's actually a name given to it by even NASA. Because during the eclipse, the sun and the moon can both be seen above the earth, even though they have to be below the earth. Because in order for the earth to block the light from the sun, it has to go from behind and below the earth. So your answer is not just people I can't believe think that are so stupid and they think the moon is. I didn't say is, stupid. The, the answer for your model is, oh, it just looks like the sun is above the horizon, but it's actually an illusion. That is your actual official position. I didn't say anybody was stupid. Well, you implied it by saying, I can't believe people would ever even think that. You didn't understand the question. It's okay. Do you, do you agree that the sun is actually not above the earth during the lunar eclipse of selenillion eclipse? It's just an illusion. No, I'd have to look up what exactly they're talking about. No worries. Thank you for being honest. You can move on. All right. Um, by the way, that was Flatlass's first super chat. So they, uh, thank you so much for joining the super Flatless. Yeah, yeah, Flatless. Run Boston Bear, $5. I know that name. Please check out the Aether Cosmology. They are doing amaz amazing work over there. Um, so Aether Cosmology. Run Boston Bear would like you to check it out. Um, I assume he's talking to the globe side. Um, Scooney, $10. Why would you think other planets are different from ours? Uh, I think that's a question for flat. Um, so it's like the same thing as asking, you know, we're on a floor right now. I'm on a floor and there's a circular light above me. That's like looking up at the light and going, okay, that's round. Why isn't my floor round? It's literally yeah. the same sort of thing. Also, I think a really important part of that dude is like, our position is that the earth is in the center of everything. So like, why would we think the one thing that's in the center, which means it's unique from everything else. It's the only thing that's in the center and not moving while everything is moving around it. Why would we assume it must be like everything else when it's quite literally the one thing that's different from everything else? Weird. And we also see the planets more of like instead wandering stars, quote unquote. So to us, they are stars. They are not quote unquote planets or the same thing as what the earth is. All right. So David George, $5. The world record photography is 275 miles. Is the farthest distance you can see on a flat earth? The sun and moon is only 275 miles. Um, okay. The sun, the sun and the moon are higher, right? And we can't even determine a specific distance in which you can see it, right? But obviously you can see further when you go higher and Believe it or not, no, that doesn't only happen on a sphere. That's very ignorant. You change your angle of view. But uh, yeah, the fact that we can see 273 is a you problem. I guess you're basically implying, why can't we see forever? Why can't we see the sun and moon forever? I can't really. I mean, it's like he's saying, 
So is that as far away we can see the sun and the moon? Well, it's different. The, the 273 is a picture of mountains on the ground. The sun and the moon are up in the sky. So we should know that we'd be able to see them a bit further than that, right? Because they're really high in the sky. But uh, yeah, we can't see forever on a flat earth. Pretty crazy, bro. Like that's another one of the things the globe earther should retire because it, it makes more flat earthers. Um, the next question is for Delcos and it's very similar to the last one that was for Delcos after he um, disconnected was the uh, from Enlightenment Tucson $5 uh, saying that he makes more flat earthers than, than they do, assuming he's a flat earther. But we won't well on that any longer um air gt 999 wits it uh right never mind moving along tristan arnold 499 these globers are not on your level wits it globers are like are lake titles way smaller than ocean tides does the moon's gravity change so, okay, they're a fan of, I kind of read that sloppily. So these Globers are not on your level, Witsit. And it's not a question for Witsit. It's a question for the Globers. Why are lake tides smaller than ocean tides? Does the moon's gravity change? This will be good. We'll see That's if he knows what private tides, but he actually said that there's Mark, the low tides for you. all over the place. Yeah, obviously we see. Um, so, so people seem to think that tides come from the moon gravitationally pulling up on one particular spot just over top of the moon. So or, that's not at all how tides work. It's gentle pushes all the way around a large body of water that pushes it up in one area. It, it, just like when the moon goes over top of us, we do not get lighter. That, that is not how tides work. Look up. I think PBS did a really good example of how tides work. But no, it, it, we do not lift up when the moon goes over top of us. We do not get lighter. All right. Next question from Drago, $13.55.99 there for a super chat. Where do meteors come from? So they don't address a single individual. So let's give everyone a shot to answer. Um, what's it? Why don't you go ahead first? Yeah. Um, they claim that it's just like space dust, but uh, that's a cool story. Uh, they look like electrical discharges to me, and there's something called sporadic meteors. They're consistent and cyclical. Tell me how that happens in heliocentric model that we can predict primary radiant sources of sporadic meteor showers that consistently happen in the same place. I don't, I don't know either, but they look like electrical discharges. They claim that there's like these giant craters on the Earth, and that's where meteors landed. But conveniently, that there's no actual rock debris in any of them. And that they just claim they basically all make 90 degree impacts and they'll claim, oh, well, it goes so fast it does it and blah, blah, blah. So they basically just beg the question, reify, affirm the consequent, no actual evidence of it. Meteors were proposed in a science fiction book before they were ever supposedly seen. And yeah, cool. We see shiny stuff in the sky. It looks like an electrical discharge and the consistency of them disprove heliocentrism again. Mercedes? Yeah, we don't actually really know what they are. Um, and to kind of actually point out what Mark said, because I, I noticed earlier he was saying, like, uh, we try to act like we got it all figured out. We have all the truth. It's actually kind of the opposite, because we know that anything uh, above us that's inside of the firmament, we can't really, like, explore or say that we claim to know, like NASA does, like saying that the sun is 93 million miles away. We don't claim to know how far away it actually is. We can give like an estimation of it, but we can't be sure. So it's the same here too with meteors. We can't actually be sure what it is. We can guess at it, but that's about it. And Mark. 
And nobody claims that all the meteors hit the Earth at 90 degrees. I've never heard that before. We have pictures of them um, coming into Earth's atmosphere. Um, it's not an electrical discharge because we can work out the speed that they're going by the, the, the pictures that we do have of them. And it, last but very not least, we've landed on them with probes. So again, they're going to have to come back and tell us that the the time that we landed on a meteor, it was a lie. It was all stage, green screen, wires. Here we go again. But Just but a quick correction they... there. I nope. said that the nope. sun was nope. a million miles away. Nope. Not, nope. Not no corrections needed. But Mark, but where do the meteors come from? Uh, the Oort cloud. Most of them are coming out of the Oort cloud. What was left over from when all the uh, planets... And another reason that we know everything is spheres. That's just the way gravity works. It compresses itself into a into a, a sphere. That's just the way gravity works. It's what we expect. It's what we see throughout our solar system. It's what we see throughout the universe. Most of them, I think, come in come, come in from the Oort cloud. They're just left over. The, um, the, the, uh, the solar system is relatively young. All right. Next question, Tristan Arnold, dollar ninety nine. Mercedes used her intellect to think critically, and they put a little heart emoji there. Um, <laughs> Bonds four ninety nine. Globeside looks. I think they mean disingenuous. But I'm not really sure. Uh, Flatside has good physiognomy. Can't wait. I don't know if they spelt these really wrong or if I can't read them. Um, can't wait to see more Mercedes, um, unless she has a boyfriend. Um, yeah, you don't, you don't need to know that information, and Mercedes doesn't need to share that with you. Um, moving on, Kingdom Within two dollars. Mercedes and Witsit, let's go. Um, John Mark Michaud, five dollars Canadian, first super chat. Um, dig a hole. Dig as far as possible to the other side. How far can I dig? As far as the earth is wide, is there no life on the other side of earth? Um, I feel like that's actually a flat earth question. A, a question for flat side. Mercedes, you got it. Um, so I guess they're trying to imply, is there any life underneath the earth? Um, there very well could be. We have we can't go to past a certain level. I think uh, the Marionic Trench is what is it like nine nine point three miles down? Yeah, like roughly eight, same as the deepest hole ever dug. Yeah, and we can't we can't go past that point, so we don't actually know if there's if there's actually more down there or not. To be honest, we don't want to make up unfalsify unfalsifiable claims with no evidence. That's what we're trying to avoid. Yep. All right, next question from Kango44, another big supporter tonight. And uh, Witsit already knows it's coming for him. Uh, if, you, if you can try to not make it a five-minute response, though, Witsit. Um, Witsit desperately trying to steer every question back to his script. Uh, if you say, if what you mean by script is like me having to tell all the Globers about all their points, I mean, I don't, I don't see how I have a script when I just studied the model. That's what I did. I studied the model. I know a lot about the model. I found out a lot of it is based on pseudoscientific presupposition and fallacious reasoning. So to each their own. I'm not trying to steer anything back. I just want it to be substantive and, and valid. I want it to actually be about the subjects, not personal psychoanalysis and vague appeals to emotion. Most everything we've gotten from the Globers have been an appeal to emotion and poisoning the well. So I'm not I'm not engineering it back or steering it back to my script. I'm trying to steer it back to logic. 
so we can have a logical discussion instead of trying to psychologically manipulate the audience with appeals to emotion. But one thing, if I can add to, add to that, just if really you quickly. Can, you can add, but once it gets to very, uh, finish. Very short. So, sir, for example, he, he'll cut up gravity, but not once will he bring up that we have satellites that go over the globe and it detects. So this has, again, nothing to do with his electromagnetic gravity thing. They can actually detect denser portions of Earth underneath the crust. And they can see that with these two um, satellites, the way it'll speed one up and slow the one down that's in tow. And, and it's just unbelievable technology with an accuracy, again, that is just mind boggling. But he won't look into stuff like that to form his opinion and his model. All that stuff's ignored. Well, I actually know more about that than you. And what's funnier is I have to now show you again why that is. I have to now, te I have to now teach you again why that's logically fallacious. So you said that the way that they can verify and prove the density is different underneath the earth. So you made a claim that these satellites fly over top of the earth and they're able to know the density underneath the surface with immense precision. It's incredible, mind-blowing precision. Density? Wait, 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 how do they- Did know I say they density? That? Speeds up and slows down. You did say density. Maybe you meant yeah. something else. Yeah, but okay, you said- Okay, go ahead. You made me density distribution is relative to mass in your paradigm. So there's there's mass fluctuations, which cause gravitational anomalies, which is what you would have to be talking about. I know all about it. Like the South Atlantic anomaly, which your model can't explain with density or mass or anything. South Atlantic anomaly. But basically he's saying that because the satellites slow down and speed up, that must mean my version of gravity is true. And if I presuppose and reify it, then I would have to then assume that the density and mass is different under that portion because that's what my model says. So therefore presupposing, reifying, and affirming the consequent of what I believe, therefore when it speeds up and slows down, it has to be going over. It's just fundamentally fallacious, bro. So what else could it I, don't be? To, I don't have to do anything with that. You're all, you, all you're saying is it's a lie, but you're not telling us what else could be causing these two satellites to vary in distance by the width of a human hair. W what else is causing it? That's that's the, the accuracy that we're, we're measuring down to, to oh, see yeah. these gravitational anomalies uh, where we can see that there's, there's uh, places with more mass compared to other places. And we map out the entire Earth and we show the gravitational field for all these spots on the Earth. Oh, I know it's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It is, yes. Right. yes. Let's it, go ahead, reply, but let's put the question to bed with this reply. Go yeah, ahead. so when you say something like, oh, it's so, like, with the with the fraction of a second or degree or whatever, like, that doesn't no matter. Yeah, that, yeah, the actual sensitive measurements are cool. They probably use interferometry. Yep. They use interferometry, different things like that, like maybe maybe even atomic clocks. That's how they measure vibrational displacement. That's very cool. But the precision of the measurement on whatever it is that's moving, in no way equates to precision of accurate gravity measurements. You presupposed your version of gravity, assumed that if there was a change in speed, that must be uh, caused by your version of presupposed gravity. Therefore, that must be happening in the Earth. Stop saying right. they so, things. So we Stop build, saying they measured Mark, things in the Earth. We build billion-dollar machines Mark, to look for something. Mark, we find it, and we're Mark, wrong. I'm, try I'm trying to let wits it have the final word on the question okay, since it was directed at him. Sorry. Uh, no, it's just a basic presupposition. It's affirming the consequent reification fallacy, begging the question. You're just assuming the cause of the thing speeding up and slowing down because your worldview requires it. That's the third right. time I've had to say that. Right. right. So next question is late for $5. L8, I assume they mean late. Also their first super chat, a lot of first time super chats tonight. Um, flat earthers. Explain time zones and sunrise sunsets simultaneously using a single verifiable model on the flat earth, sun below earth equals night everywhere. 
<laughs> this is like a basic thing. Oh my god. Um, well, assume that this is their first time seeing this kind of debate. So basic. Go ahead. So, so basically, you have the Earth, and instead of the sun and the moon going like this, on as it would on a globe, it goes like this over. And so it has different rotations. So towards the summer, it'll be, oh man, my camera. Okay. It'll go in the center <laughs> and it'll have, it'll have smaller rotations. And when it gets towards winter, the rotation of the sun and the moon, it goes out more like this. And that's why the seasons change. So it's just, it's just different the way that the sun does it. So instead of this way, it's this way. And if you need like a representation of that, uh, there was really good videos done by, you know, how do the seasons work on flat earth? And I think that one was either done by Eric DeBay or ODD TV, but the, the model representation of how they showed how it went around uh, could give you a much better view than just me trying to do it with my finger. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's how seasons work. It's just, it's just rotations, the same, same sort of way on the globe, just the other way, just the original way. Right. And you could asked about time zones too. I mean, like the day night cycle perfectly works on a plane earth can be replicated. You have the analema, the sun changes on its ecliptic path. Your model claims that's an illusion. It's actually because the earth's tilted making it look like that, or it just changes on its ecliptical path and gives us seasons and it's hotter when it's closer to us because it's local or that's just all coincidence and it's all an illusion. Time zones on a globe should be perfectly one hour, even one hour, 24 increments. So 24, one hour time zones. It should be such an easy, beautiful concept on the globe. I'll go ahead and tell you their answer. Oh, time zones are political. Then why'd you just invoke them as if they were definitive and actually verify the globe? Because what we see is like on a flat earth, there would be more land in the south. Guess where there are more time zones? In the south, there are 32. In the north, there are 18. Right around the equator, where on a plane earth, there would be just about 24 is where there are 24. What a coincidence, because it should be perfectly symmetrical on a globe earth. You should have perfect one or 24 one-hour segments, but we don't have that. We have way more time zones in the south. So uh, our current construct is better explained on a flat earth. And all of those things that you asked are also explained on a flat earth. Go to flat earth, sun, moon, and zodiac, clock out. So, also, so the sun and the moon are smaller in our model too. They're local. So like the sun's not going to just light up or nothing's going to be all in darkness. It's because we have a localized sun and a localized moon and the patterns in which they move, they light up the area that they can, which isn't the whole area, which is why you have it where you can even see sometimes during the day, you can see the sun and the moon in the transition between night and, and, uh, and light in the day. So, so on the earth, we, we have hey, two areas Mark, of extreme Mark, cold. Mark, sorry, sorry. I'm just going to. So my, my super chat list just updated um, and we're and like, you got lots. We're, we're not even halfway through them now. Oh, okay, go um, ahead. So so let's just like let's let's speed it up. We'll do like 30 seconds to the person who's the answers, uh, the questions addressed to and try to plow through some more of these. Um, when you got a big audience, you get a lot of questions, right? Um, so question for Mercedes 25 from Kango 44. Um, are you not familiar with LIGO and it's not currently a flat earth meme? We addressed it with specificity. So it has a convolutional neural learn our learning network that's highly speculative based upon unfalsifiable presuppositions that claim to detect a vibrational displacement one ten thousandth so, of a proton. Yeah. So but question for Mercedes though. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Um, well, I didn't, I, I mean, I was fine with Austin answering it because I didn't know about the experiment. I had to look it up. I even shared screen, which I hope is okay, Justin, because I didn't ask before I did it. I did that a few times. No one sees day. anything uh, unless I, I allow it, and I did put it up briefly. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, so I did look into it and what it was about, and um, obviously hearing the guys go back and forth, I have a much better understanding now of what it actually was and is. So, um, And I actually shared in the presentation, if you go back and watch uh, the screen share at one point, and how it does have the fallacy written within their own paper. So. All right. So Robin Webster gifted a membership. Thank you, Robin. Um, of sound and noise. My bad. Of sound and noise. Mark looks confused up there. No, I'm not confused. I'm just, I'm agreeing with you that there's no way that any one person can know about all the experiments going on all over Earth. Uh, there's been lots of things tonight that have been talked about that I know nothing about. I, I couldn't even, I, I, I knew nothing. So don't hold that against her because she doesn't know about one newer experiment that's going on. Um, okay, yeah, I, I really just want to keep it to the person the questions for. Yeah. Uh, but you caught me like reading a whole bunch of them just to get past them here. Um, so verbally finished five pounds. Um, <clears throat> uh, they don't believe in the flat earth, but what's it dominated the debate? Um, Anathema yeah. gifted five modern day debate memberships. Um, these debates are like watching Mike Tyson fight Pee Wee Herman. Sorry, Globe. P.S. Mark, it's called compartmentalization. That one's yeah, from Enlightenment Tucson. Yeah. Um, God Carl, $5, their first super chat. Um, What's it? How do things like the ISS and the moon orbit a flat Earth? Why do they not fall? Yeah, so we detected an ether drift is what I would say it is, whether you throw the word ether out or whatever. Uh, no globe earther ever can rebut this. He can roll his eyes, but he can't even get close to rebutting it. But we make interferometry measurements at the surface. It shows that there's a preferred direction for the speed of light. So I'm going to use my 30 seconds all the way up here. So as you go higher than that actual propagation rate, that friend shift, that interference pattern actually increases with altitude at the same latitude and the preferred direction shows that it cannot be the spin of the earth. It also changes with the solar motion, which means there is a drift tied to this ideal rotation over top of a stationary earth. So if you go higher, you have less air, but we've actually shown that this ether drift affects pendulums, which is physical matter with the Elias effect recorded 17 straight years by Harvard, which means it would affect material up there with no air impeding it and you could use electrogravity propulsion or using the torus field ellipses within magnetic levitation or quantum locking or you could just use the ether drift itself because we've proven that it affects matter so yeah there's many things that you could see up there you just go up there and eventually eventually at a certain altitude you could catch the drift all right uh, zin joe's 499 wits it you can go there i assume they mean the arctic without approval they just won't come and save you get yourself a boat dock up and go explore jail is worth proving flat earth that's actually incorrect. It is quite literally illegal, certainly in the United States. Now, what happens is each different country has their own places, but uh, we are looking into getting going there okay, and documenting this alleged 24-hour sun when we don't see it, all the Globers will have excuses or claim that I lied or whatever, right? But no, you cannot just go there. You have to have permission because you could die and they don't want you to be able to do that. That's the cover story and to save the penguins while you can't fly over it, blah, blah, blah. 
says, please stop lying about Antarctica. It's super weird. You can't freely and privately explore Antarctica without specific permission. Some of the permits require a quarter million dollars. If you actually wanted to privately and freely explore, not what Mr. Beast did, an isolated area where they approve, it costs so many hundreds and they can still turn you down, no refund. I looked into it and talked to them directly. Okay, so I don't need to hear you guys just misrepresented anymore. It's super weird. All right. Robin Webster been members for four months at this point, and she says that everyone should go and hang out with Matters Now after the debate. Max Carroll sends her first, her or his, not sure. Could be, I think it's a him. Max sends a dollar, first time. Uh, they don't add any comment, which you can't for a dollar. Um, uh, Eli, $5. Can Witsit provide evidence that humans see in a hyperbolic space? Yes, there have been many tests done, including the alley experiment or where they actually put like the sphere in the middle of a location out in a field. They had people at different distances use ecocentric uh, pointers. And what they did was map out what they saw. I also showed you that robotics, which obviously use the same type of layout as the human eyes. That's like how we make lenses, in case you guys didn't know. Okay, it had to use curved visual space to be highly precise to interpret the, the depth and the actual distance and uh, locations of our, our directions of things around it. So, yes, there have been many tests. I have many papers. If you actually want to read the papers instead of getting a gotcha, you can message me. I don't know if I should say that, actually. So, yeah, message me at Telegram on Telegram at Witsit, and I can give you the papers if you actually wanted them. Okay. Uh, next one, we'll just give this one to Mercedes. Um, how come GPSs that orbit the Earth show spherical Earth and not a flat Earth? From Sean for $5. What do they mean by GPS shows that it's spherical? Do they just mean uh, like the satellite imaging based on I, a digital representation or? I mean, I'll, I can only tell you how come GPSs yeah. that orbit the Earth show spherical Earth and not a flat Earth? We don't actually believe that uh, the GPS is coming from space. We believe that it's coming from the ground. Uh, that's why it's it's even said by NASA um, and in many like modern documentaries that you can go watch from their own side that I think it's 99% of all undersea cables uh, are basically for our telecommunications. And we do believe in satellites. Satellites are um, actually talked about by NASA. They do have, uh, they're the number one buyers of helium, and they do have a lot of satellites that are attached to balloons, and they go down, and people have actually taken lots of pictures of satellites attached to those balloons, and they can be using those to do that as well for the geo-positioning. Right, that doesn't you. require the spherical Earth, though. All right. ZS, $20. Do flurfs really think that in a world of constant political turmoil, there could exist a globe conspiracy where every scientist on Earth from every nation works together to hide the shape of the planet from the public? I feel like I answered this already. <laughs> like 20 times. Does for, it, 20, it? for $20, give it one more shot. Yeah, but we find it very weird that in order for you to convince yourself that flat Earth must be wrong, you have to create a caricature of what it actually is. That should make you think, why do I have to do that? We both sat here and told the audience multiple times that we don't believe that every scientist in the world is lying about anything. You're, you basically added one nuance there that there's like political, geopolitical like tension and stuff like that. Yeah, well, when you start to find out that there's international cooperations, you'd realize that a bunch of these things are set up to just basically enter in, implement central banking systems and all kinds of different things. So 
Uh, we don't believe every scientist is in on some lie. And if you wanted to prove that flat earth was wrong, you should probably actually look at what the position truly is instead of creating a caricature in your mind to beat up the straw man and convince yourself that it's stupid because it sounds like you're kind of running away from like what we actually think. And it's okay, brother. You can, you can come over here. It's going to be all right. It's kind of a fallacy of trying to appeal to the majority actually too, because back in the day, everyone was whining about how, you know, they were teaching church and stuff in schools because they used to, they used to teach from a Christian, you know, Roman Catholic type of position. Um, and everyone, everyone whines about how that, when that was the the majority. And now that it's scientism or heliocentrism, which is a different religion, but very, it's a religion nonetheless. Um, and, and it seems like nobody is seeing that because it's being taught as something that's outside of a religion or a non-religion, but that's not the case because a lot of what they teach is theory based, even by the people themselves. For instance, Darwinism, Darwin himself said that, uh, at the very end of his life, that everything that he basically came up with about his theory was not actually a able to be proved at all. So yeah, that's where I stand for Let's yeah. Let's let's see if we can shorten these answers up a little more. Um, John Michael B. Five dollars Canadian on a flat model. How does depressions like we had in the last three weeks work? Is there an ET with a blowing machine pushing cold air from up there? Did he say depressions? Yeah, but they're clearly talking about the Arctic blast, the winds that we um, have been dealing with over the last few weeks. Okay. So that would be for flat earth. Is there a, an ET blowing machine? Or what? For for Arctic winds? Yeah. So on a flat model, how does, they wrote depressions like we had in the last three weeks work. Is there an ET with a blowing machine pushing cold air from up there? Why would it not work? Why, why would we not be able to have winds or depressions on a flat earth? It's weird that people, well, this is what happens. People are like, hey, can you answer every one of my questions? The top level of millions of millions of people on my side can't answer that right now. And they have different theories competing and we haven't known to answer for hundreds of years. And I, I haven't even intellectually dissected any of it. But if you can't answer how everything in the universe works and replace my unverified pseudoscientific fairy tale, then mine remains true. Like, bro, we don't, we don't have to know how everything works, bro. I don't even see, you have to articulate a reason that it didn't work, right? But uh, yeah, anyway, there you go. Presupposing the Earth's a globe isn't evidence of a globe. And it's a kind of the same thing with the globe because even as uh, he's gone now, but how, as Devin was saying, they keep they keep changing it, and they say oh, it's because we're finding out new information. But they keep changing the information over and over again. So obviously they don't know everything either. So that's not really a, a point of contention of saying oh well then the Earth's not flat because you guys don't know everything because it's the same for either model. All right, nominal sends five dollars to say to at Marcos. Is dark matter real? If so, is there proof? And what percentage is in the room with you right now? Um, so it looks like someone sent a super chat to directly address someone in the chat. Um, Ozean talks, $5. No, current flows negative to positive. Feynman is just talk, talking concepts. Reification, <laughs> fallacy. He doesn't describe negative to earth and positive to earth. This dude just said that Feynman was just talking about concepts and it was a reification fallacy. You can go out on the earth and literally measure a downward electric current to such an extent that you can run a generator on it 
we plug things into the ground so that they ground and discharge because the positive charge can discharge into the earth. Your surface of the earth absolutely is negative. The, the positive air increases from the surface and there's a measurable downward electric current. For you to say it goes from negative to positive, that's crazy. Why do I run the generator on the ground from the sky then? So no, he's not just saying something for no reason. It's just a fact. It's so weird that you guys can't just admit that. You can replicate it with the Vandercraft generator and two metal plates, just like he showed, just like I did. And it's in the level documentary. We literally did the test. It's very simple. And then when you flip and polarize the field, it makes the thing go up. So it's just a it is one of those weird things again where we just have to deny reality. It's like you must be scared that if there's a downward electric current, maybe, maybe, just maybe, we do have a viable explanation. So we'll just deny reality. It's weird. All right. Uh, Black, morbidly obese Vega, 1999. If they are lying about the shape of the earth to hide God's creation, why does the majority of the world population believe in a God? Seems like an insane amount of effort for something with such poor results. And this is their third ever super chat. Um, I think this one's more towards you, Mark. I, I have no idea what they're talking about. How we're getting religion into this now is just, um, you know, we're just going off on a tangent. It's, it's, it's going to be the same thing all the time. You know what I mean? Everybody's just making stuff up. Um, you know, the, the, the biggest problem that I have with this whole flat earth thing is, was what Mercedes said. She actually has can't have any idea how GPS works if she thinks that you can yeah. just send balloons. I appreciate off. Mark. I appreciate you trying to engage Mercedes, but like honestly, we're going to be here for like five hours if we start and strike another conversation. Okay, I get it. The I question was for flat earthers, to be honest. That's what it, they you were saying. Don't know how to you bring, think so? Don't know how yeah, to because the question the question is why the question is if you guys think they did this to hide God. They weren't very successful yeah. then because look, most of the world is religious. That's oh, okay. a question for flat earthers. And we would, I don't know, we'd have different answers, whatever. I would say that obviously religion and just tradition because your mom and dad told you something isn't the same as a sincere relationship. People find out that there may actually be a creator. The earth is geocentric. It's inevitable if the earth's in the center. Not the same as just, oh, I'll just say I believe in it because it's a tradition. Mommy and daddy will be happy. So yeah, people still are. Okay. The atheism is growing exponentially. All right. I didn't understand it completely. Um, but for $20, it was worth exploring. Um, Kyle G, 10 pounds. I missed the open discussion section of the debate, but seeing Witsit, I know it must have been another flat smackdown. It's weird to see Dell not pretending to drink from an empty glass every five seconds. Um, I, 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 I forgot. I forgot he's not here. Yeah. Mine's not empty. I still have water left. No, I in swear. the last debate, Dell did that when I was debating him. He kept like drinking the bottle when it was empty. Oh. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Oh. But he's not here to defend himself. All right, so Rissy Constitution, $2. Um, what's it? Are you trying to tell me how to do my job? I believe they had the question about the missiles earlier. Uh, I'm telling you that it's a fact that for target acquirement, use Cartesian coordinate systems. If you if you actually can verify your credentials and are willing to come on camera, you can come on my show in the field where we specifically talk about what your expertise is in and how it does improve that the Earth's a globe. So I'm all for it, bro. You know, first you said it requires a rotating globe. And then everyone in the chat said he didn't say rotating. So you did. And that was debunked. And I don't even know what's left of your argument other than a globe transform and then Cartesian coordinates with concentric circles. I'm speaking fast. I'm trying to help you out here. There's a lot of information. <laughs> There's a lot of information. And that's what sucks. It's like, because it's all good. They're not going to, yeah. they can't just Google what we say and what we've discovered. Right. So we have to tell them. You can just Google and blindly leave whatever Google says on the globe side. So, but anyway. Uh, 
Justin Johnson, member for three months. What was the result of the flat or glow poll? Uh, currently, the poll sits at 55% flat, 45% globe. Um, Native Wildman, $2. Is your flat earth hollow? I see that as a yes or no. Just No, we know there's depth to the earth. All right. Hercules, $5. Their first ever super chat. They don't say anything, so thank you very much, Hercules. Um, Eli sends another $2. And that's his 10th ever super chat. And I'm not going to read what he said. Um, $5. That's uh, a little bit. No, we'll skip that. So stagnant $5. Thank you. Uh, Samir Farzane, $2. Is Earth the only piece of planet in the solar system? Mercedes, Is that you for yeah. Oh, okay, it is for us. Oh, great. Um, it was kind of the thing I was explaining uh, earlier that we are in the center. So Earth is special to everything else. We don't believe in planets. We believe in the fact that they're wandering stars and everything is circling around us. Um, as proven by what they did with the waves in the skies, as, as Witsit was talking about before, they make perfect circles around us. Um, so we are at the center of everything. So yes, there is just the earth and All right. yeah. Thank you. Felix Thank you. offer $10. One thing about flat earthers is we require a lot of evidence to ignore our own senses. No one can see the curve, detect the spin, detect the movement. We can see too far and send radio signals too far. So that's clearly, um, Felix offers a uh, position on his flat earth. Mark, if you want to reply quickly, but um, we're trying to go quick. Yeah, we're only going to be able to see so far standing on the earth, looking in a certain direction, especially when you think about how the atmosphere is just above the ground. You've got heat waves. You've got a, a lot of things that are warping um, your visual, how far you can see in a straight line. I heard arguments with radio waves before, too, going in a straight line. Um, radio waves don't go in a straight line. They, we, we can beam things very straight now. And I've heard arguments before that a radio wave shouldn't be able to make it around a globe. Yeah, when we used to broadcast, it was not as directional as it is now. So there's no reason that a radio wave can't go up, uh, bounce off the ionosphere and, and back down and be received halfway around the globe. All right. So for scale, we are now at the Super Chat Delco set when he DC'd. Um, the method for $2, that's it. That's all they sent there for a Super Chat. Richie Constitution, $5. Uh, what's it? You are lying when you say all engineering assumes the Earth is a stationary plane. Please stop lying. Why is the Earth flat? Uh, what is the flat Earth model again? Yeah. So for all actual real life engineering, we have to assume the Earth is a plane for up to 100 square miles. And when we build anything longer than that, which is very rare, we actually break it up into different increments less than 10 miles, right? 100 square miles, 10 miles each direction. As the own government's engineering manual say, you have to assume the earth is flat, negate or ignore any notion of curvature for all engineering up to 100 square miles. So that's bridges, railways, bridges, like you name it, runways. Um, what is the flat earth model? Well, we don't, we don't believe in specific rigid models that we didn't claim to know to be true without being able to actually verify it. That's a reification fallacy. They're being concreteness to conceptions. We do have a general model. We know there must be a container. We know that the Earth's stationary topographical plane. We know that all evidence suggests that we're in the center. We know that anything can possibly attribute to gravity is just weight and that it's actually electric. Um, there are different speculations within it, right? And we'd like to honestly denote that certain things are speculation. 
Um, but yeah, stationary topographical plane that is contained in the center of the cosmos. And then there are many different things. I think I have a good model, but I don't claim it to be true. I don't pretend it to, that I know it's true. I don't give it concreteness. It's a concept. Models are not reality. Thank you. Um, next super chat, $2. Um, I, th I don't know. I, th I think it's harmless and kind of funny. I'm just going to say it. No one needs to respond. Norak, when your mom sits around the earth, she sits around the earth. Um, free, free Palestine, $5. We are one beautiful family on a non-rotating flat earth in the center of the whole universe. Test the globe. Stop bending. Uh, I'm going to skip the last part of that super chat. Tyler, four, three, two, ten dollars Mark, there should be thousands of videos of rockets docking to the ISS. Where is just one? There's tons of videos of, of docking to the ISS. What are, the, what are they talking about? They show them when they open the doors and go into the, uh, and transfer the, the supplies and the people into it. I, I don't know where we're getting at that there isn't thousands of pictures of it. There, there's probably hundreds of thousands of pictures from the the, the International Space Station. Why wouldn't there be? Just to All say right. that something doesn't exist is, is not reality. All right. Samir Farsane, $2. Why is it noon in Beijing now if the Earth is flat? Oh, my gosh. You're asking about day and night. Bro, there's a local light source that only lights up a certain part of the day, comes back around to give you day and night. It's warmer when the sun's closer, it gets cooler when it's further away. Very basic Flat Earth 101 stuff. Dude. All right. Sumo Bona. Um, I don't know what currency this 200 is, but I think it translates to $130. So the Mars Rover Curiosity, which I did an assignment on in university is not on Mars right now, and those who can control the robot aren't actually controlling it. Not only other agencies are part of this conspiracy, but all universities and students are as well, are with your ideology. Notice how every Glober on this place, because normal people aren't Globers, just people here like acting like that, have to cope by creating a caricature of what we actually claim. Why would you want to straw man the position? If it's so stupid, you wouldn't have to do that. First of all, just that you supposedly did some test or, or whatever, like assignment on the rover doesn't mean all universities and all university students anyway. If you took how many people supposedly did that, it would be like 0.00001% of even university students. And you obviously didn't lie about anything. You were just given information they claimed to be true. And in the, in the 60s, they admitted the head of the NASA Apollo missions admitted that we have such great simulated data and simulations that no one on the team, on the Apollo team, can tell the difference between the real and fake ones. Astronauts have come out and said that. You think they couldn't simulate some a rover? That's wild, bro. You think that you did some calculations on data that they tell you is really on Mars and that proves it or you must be lying? No, you just believe it, bro. Please wrap your mind around what we're actually saying. That would be That would be great. Uh, lost my place. One second. There's the big one. Um, okay, so there we go. Uh, Robin Page, $5. There are no flat earth artillery gunners in the military. Artillery crews and snipers have to account for the curve and rotation at long enough distances. Uh, not really a question. They're more or less uh, just, I think, sharing their input in the interest of brevity. Let's move along. Taking That's back Eden. 
I was okay, gonna say that's, it's incorrect. Fair enough. <laughs> um, taking back Eden, two dollars. Mark, please show us the globe picture you trust. Um, if you have one, I you want to show. I haven't picture at all tonight. Yeah, and you're on mobile too. There's right? just so, so would... many things. All right, just so on. many things about the globe that I trust. Pseudonym, five dollars. Mark, does a mains lion's feathers move on a spaceship in a spaceship while moving light speed or only when your government says it's okay nothing can move light speed except for light except for space can go four times the speed of light no sure you can that's what you're talking about the expansion of the universe you can't move four times the speed of light we know that we know that because of the cern super collider we know the speeds that we can get to and how much energy it takes to just move one gold atom at a certain speed. We know the energy required. So no, no, we're not moving at four times the speed of light. So do you not believe in an infinite universe just to ask? All right, not trying infinite to universe. It doesn't matter if it's infinite or we can only see out to the event horizon. We, we can only guess how much further it goes on beyond that. But another thing that we do see about the expanding universe is every day we can see stars falling off the edge um, that, that redshift themselves into oblivion. So that's just another, you know, there's just so many things, so many disciplines that no one person can know about, but they all get ignored. All right. Um, pseudonym $2 for the flat earthers. Uh, why is the crux not visible in the North or deep? Um, I think basically it's like, why can you not see Polaris forever? Mercedes? Why, why can't you see Polaris from across the entire earth? I don't know. Maybe they'll listen to it if it comes from you. Oh, I don't know, because I've answered a few of these and it's been the same answer a few times. Uh, we have a limited uh, perspective of how far we can see. And we've talked about that a few times now, actually. So there's only so far that we can actually see. We don't believe that stars are millions of miles away and millions of times bigger. Uh, we believe they are smaller and local, and that is why you cannot see them from different parts. I've also used the uh, analogy that if you are standing on one side of the room and someone is standing on the opposite side of the room and you draw a smiley face, to the person standing on one side of the room, it's going to look like a frowny face. The other person standing on the opposite side of the room, it's going to look like a smiley face. So you are going to see different things based on your perspective relative to where you are standing on the earth at the time. All right. Um, Patty Smith, five dollars. Hey, a new name. What do you say? What's it? This question's for you. How does scientists, even amateurs, hit the reflectors on the moon that are the size of a boot with lasers from Earth? Oh, that's crazy because they claim to have done that before the moon missions. People invoke that as if it's proof that we went to the moon and put a reflector on there, but they claim mm -hmm. to have done that before then. They also claim that they get like one photon back out of millions every once in a while if they keep doing it. Just a really cool story, bro. Ask them how they actually differentiated that light from other ones. And if you don't get it millions of times and you get a little bitty one, I, I'm sorry, I don't believe that you detected a singular photon, which is pseudoscientific reification. Those don't exist. They're actually, uh, the intersection of the electric, the oscillating electric and magnetic field, they're an event. But uh, anyway, you have to reify the idea of some physical ball coming back from the moon. I'm supposed to believe that. And just, I just want to say it again so the Globers know. They claim to have done that before they went to the moon. So that isn't proof of the moon if they're claiming they did it beforehand, but it's also pseudoscience. They're not actually doing it. It would take a lot more to go specifically into depth as to how false that claim is. But people just think it happens all the time. It doesn't. They admit it has a terrible success rate. 
All right. So Robin Page, five dollars. We're just I'm just gonna read this as a comment, okay, because it's in reply to their question earlier of meteors. Um, the twenty thirteen Shia Binsk meteor proves outer space exists. The Apophis asteroid flyby in twenty twenty nine and again in twenty thirty six. Uh, will kill flat earth forever. Um, the next question, uh, Nananet, $50, their first ever super chat. I just joined modern debate today after many hours slash days and debates to ask Mercedes, what can we do to help ensure we get moderation that better ensures the audience limited and valuable time to learn in these debates? Isn't railroaded like today? Crap modding. Go ahead, Mercedes. Uh I disagree. I thought Justin did a very good job. Uh, it's hard to be a moderator, and yeah, I I was I was fine with how today went. I think we I think both Austin and I did very well. So, did I have I, people speak over me from time to time? Yes, it did happen, but that does happen in debates. Yeah, and uh, I was happy to uh, let Mercedes answer that because I was confident that she would pretty much say that um, the debate platform slash format is agreed upon in an email by all the debaters everyone got to see it um people like austin who have been on this channel many many times probably doesn't even look at the format anymore it doesn't concern them we all know that it's going to be kind of casual if they wanted a more structured debate uh where the moderators would time every answer we would be totally willing to provide that um we're almost there. We're almost there. So we got Tristan Arnold, another name I haven't read yet today. So 999. Charged objects will bend the positive molecules in the water towards it. Do you think this could cause the waves if the moon was negatively charged? This would explain why salt water has bigger waves. Uh, That's clearly a flat earther speculating alternative to tides. Uh, I think it's possible, you know, like the electromagnetic interaction. There does seem to be some relationship with the moon, but... Um, it's significantly behind the moon and changes. And then the tidal nodes seem to show like a vortice, uh, which would be consistent with many different etheric vortices inside of a torus. So uh, I don't know, man. The tides are a rabbit hole. Even for the globe model, they admit they have no idea. They can't come up with anything. Yes, it's possible that it does have an electromagnetic interaction with the water. Thank you. Kevin Howe, $5, their fifth super chat. Wits it, why don't we see another angle of the moon if it's circling around us if it sees through or a plasma why the craters okay so uh you can replicate many different things of plasma looking like they have texture i've actually created like a holographic projection making it look just like the moon replicating the cycles the shadows the color changes all of that you can walk over there and put your hand right through it i've replicated it and recorded it and people say no -uh. then i show them the recording they say no -uh. you know like i, I mean there are many things that the sun, the moon can be, um, but you're assuming solidity, assuming medium, assuming everything about your model. But yeah, it could it could be plasma. Honestly, it does look like that's possible, and you can clearly have the depiction of texture within that. Just a distribution of light within polarization. We've literally replicated it. Um, but I guess if we just say no, -uh, then we have to believe that the moon is actually spinning, but we see one side of it for all recorded history. And if it was going one fourth a mile per hour, faster or slower, we see the rest of it. But conveniently, that's not the case. Like, okay, bro. Story, man. Tidally right. That's what you believe. Caution, shakeable $20 Canadian. Way to run a debate, Justin. You won this one. Mercedes and Witsit. Um, 
have considered perhaps covering the basics upon which Helio is supposedly built on with your opponents? We know you've done the work, but have they? Nick's runaround. Does anyone have anything to add or comment? Or I didn't really follow it personally. Um, just, yeah. Are they saying that? Are they saying that? Or asking, I guess, um, if we need to talk about heliocentrism more with our opponents that don't know as much about it, like the Globers, or what? Maybe it, it sounds like they might have been saying something like that. Yeah. Perhaps covering the basics upon which Helio is supposedly built on with your opponents. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe so. That would be productive, mm -hmm. I guess. But people get people just act like like we're wrong about it. If it comes from a flat earther, they just deny it. So. All right. I'm going to read this last one here, and I'm stopping there. Uh, I've skipped all the $2 ones, folks, so I apologize. But um, our debaters do have things to get to. Um, it's almost midnight here for me. So the last super chat, um, and oh yeah, don't forget, like, subscribe, and go over, check out Matters Now for the after show, which I believe has already started. Um, so Daniel McLaughlin for $9.99. So modern co cosmology is a religion and people are making up new claims every day. Um, sorry, I got a new super chat and it moved everything up. So like rewriting creation account every day and they still can't even make something that makes sense. Yeah, since it was 20 bucks, I mean, I'll, I'll give it something, it right? Bucks. It was 10 bucks. Oh, Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, real quick, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of true. Everyone can think about it themselves. I mean, they do make up creation accounts whenever the evidence doesn't match it. They get to go back and rewrite the creation account. So it's like way worse than the Bible, who's had to stay on the same claims forever. They can actually just go rewrite the creation account every time it's disproven, which is pretty interesting. I don't see how people don't see that that is not science and it is, in fact, religion, but whatever. Yeah, Coalition Shakeable sends another $20 to say, I mean, like real basics. Inverse square loss, signal path loss. I know, same shit. Yep. Well, I don't know who that's supposed to be too, but... Uh, um, I, th I, th I think they're just... Yeah, they're just trying to clarify that their, their question earlier or whatever. But in any case, thank you so much, everybody, for coming. Still over a 1,000 people hanging out to hear all these Super Chats. Amazing. Thank you so much. That makes it worth it. When you guys stay for the Super Chats like that... Um, even after when we almost kind of come up to like four hours nearly, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, Mark, do you have a YouTube? You have an internet presence? Should anybody go looking for you somewhere? No, just leave me alone. No, all I'm right. kidding. I'm kidding. Outside with I'm the all over YouTube with my animals and stuff and my debates, but no, I don't have a channel or anything like that. I'm really busy. Like I said, I go between Grenada and the Caribbean and uh, Canada a lot. I'm Are still you going on a channel sometime soon that people can come check you out? No, I'll be back on Modern Day Debates, though. Sweet. Mercedes, um, are you starting a channel? Um, so I kind of have one. Uh, it was called The Great, the Great Awakening um, on YouTube. I think there's one old Dome Earth documentary I made like four years ago that's on there. I also have a channel on Telegram that's the Outcast Researcher. Um, and that one's been around for like three or so years. Uh, so that's that's like the two places you can find me. But yes, I am going to create a channel. I will probably name the YouTube channel The Outcast Researcher, and I will be putting stuff up. I'm just a procrastinator, so I apologize. All right. And what's it? You don't go on the internet, right? <laughs> um, but uh, my YouTube channel did just get demonetized, and all I do is talk about alternative cosmology. So if someone can make that make sense to me, how I have harmful content on my 
flat earth channel that must be demonetized and of course yeah you know i'm a grifter or whatever but anyway yeah you can go to uh what's it gets it on youtube I will say that's actually part of the reason why I've had such issue is because when I had my first account on YouTube, uh, I had 6,000 people that watched it and I lost my channel. Like directly after it was it hit 6,000 views, my channel was gone. So the one that I have right now, I'm just kind of, I don't really want it to go away if that makes sense. Yeah. A struggle that they know that some people know nothing about. All right. Well, um, thank you everyone for coming and hanging out with us. Uh, anyone still here when I click the stop button will automatically be redirected over to matters now, which is really cool and handy. And I'm going to go over there myself, I think, but I'm not going to stay there too long because good grief. How much time can you spend on the internet? Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. This was a long one, but it's always fun. Uh, and Devin, if you're out there and you're still listening, or if you rewatch this later, it was also excellent to have you as well. Um, and we'll see everyone again next time.